Yo, what is going on, guys? We are back with another episode of Mogcast. Episode, it was 43, right? Episode number 43. Episode number 43. We are here with Gabby Fortune. Hello, everybody. By the way, congratulations on the success recently. Thank you. Yeah, it's, I it's, honestly, it's honestly motivating. Thank you. Um, I really appreciate it. Before we get into anything, make sure you guys, uh, we're on Apple Music and Spotify, so leave if you can leave a review on Apple Music, it really does help us out a lot. Um, it helps have- way more than than comments. We, t- we say run up the comments on YouTube, run up the likes. A review on Apple Music means a thousand times more. It actually ranks us higher on podcasts so that people will see us. Drop a comment right now if you think, Gabby, if you guys aren't familiar with her, she is, what would you, do, like, what would you describe yourself? Um, I feel like my main job right now is a mother but besides being a mom i am a content creator i'm a daughter i'm a sister i just started my own podcast with my two best friends so i'm doing that right now and yeah that's about it i do like i like to work with zach and take pictures and do videos and stuff like that so so if you guys aren't familiar with her go look her up on instagram or tiktok right now she's she's like got a really good physique she's like you're big She's big as Thank fuck. Thank you. She's big. Love she's that. short. She's short, but she's big as fuck. So, <laughs> I don't think I'm that short. Nah, how tall are you? I'm five four. That's that's normal. That's normal yeah. for girls. That's normal yeah. for girls. But okay, you're just tall as fuck, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, everyone's short. Really yeah, tall. everyone's. I'm so like, looking be six down. foot. You're like this guy's short. Yeah, I'm like, bro, I'm looking down on you, bro. <laughs> but anyways, uh, just to boost the algorithm, leave a comment down below if you think Gabby can smash a watermelon between her thighs, just fucking disintegrate it. Because we're about to do that in like five seconds. So nah, we, nah. First, go look at her Instagram page. That's what I'm saying. And then <laughs> that's and what I was saying. Say, then see if she can sc- smash a watermelon between her. Legs. And then come back to the comment after we do this, and then you'll see if you were correct or not. So because she, have you ever tried this? I've never tried it before. I've Let's always go. wanted to, but it, this is actually my first time trying it. I'm not gonna okay. lie. When I first looked at your page, because he said you were coming on, I was like. Holy shit, I wonder if she can smash a watermelon. <laughs> it was like the first, first thought. First thought is like, damn, I wonder if she can smash a watermelon. Like literally. That's so, crazy. Also, you are the first um you were the first female that we've had on in forever. Cool. And, and also I love that. the first one in this um this new scene that we have and also Who's probably the last one? Mila? Mila or Noel, I'm not sure. Which Mila Totally off topic. She just hopped on No Jumper podcast, which by the way, hey, we did it we first. Did it first. We, did we did it first. We did that shit first. So, anyways, Let's see if she can smash Adam's this watermelon. Swag, bro. Yeah. So what fun. a great entry to the freaking like. We're gonna smash this fucking. This is the first yeah. time we're gonna pick up the the camera and actually like vlog it. So here we go. Cool. Fucking yeah, run mean, it. Fuck it. You cannot get on the fail. Big one. You can't fail. We're gonna get on the big one. Right I'm now. actually we this upset up so that much. you didn't get three watermelons. We could have all done it. Oh, oh yeah, true. Wait, why didn't we do? It? Well, we have two. We have one right now. We have one. Wait, have you've never done this, right? No, I've never. So this is like totally. Look. Here's Zach. Come over here for me real quick. Shout out to Zach. Sorry, you guys have never seen, you guys have never seen like this side of the podcast room. It's fucking disgusting. This is where we keep all our shit. So this is like a real, like, check it out. Like, this is like a good watermelon. <laughs> no cracks or nothing. Real watermelon. Also, don't this even, is real. Uh, <laughs> don't even call me out for it being fake. I just realized that like seeing all like the fucking, <laughs> they're seeing all the last celts with like the duct tape over them behind. Okay, anyways. Um, if you guys want to check out if a watermelon is good, just knock on it. And if it sounds hollow, it's a good watermelon. So it's a fun fact for you. So we're going to have her uh, lay on the floor. Lay or stand? I or whatever you want to do. Whatever you think you can get the Brandon, best. What if, what if she can smash a watermelon then I can't? Then that makes me look like a giant pussy. Do you want to try to smash the watermelon? I think you have a better chance at smashing the watermelon. I lack in the abductor department. All right, true. 
So the good, if you guys know in the gym, good girl, bad girl. So we're gonna have her lay on this towel. Um, I hope our landlord isn't watching this video. It's on a towel. I'm trying to stand. Okay, she's, she's gonna try standing. So here we go. I'm not gonna lie, when I saw you do it, I saw you do it with more of your knee. Oh, I'm gonna get this. This is already soft. That's what I'm. We have not fucked with the watermelon at all. Here we go. Wait. Yeah, I think you need some. I think you need some. I think you need some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Oh my god. Come on. Like you're hitting a PR. You might. You. I know, but I'm like tripping. And I'm no, it's drunk. it's definitely gonna it's definitely gonna burst. No. All right, yeah. all right, all right. Down. Second position. Here we go. <sighs> I did not mean it like that. <laughs> I'm in a happy relationship. <laughs> all right, here we go. Yeah, make sure you check out check out what I don't even know. Check out the, the watermelon. The, find the weak spots of the watermelon. Here we go. Ow, this kind of hurts. You can do it. So I believe in you. I believe uh, in you. You got it. Come on. Ouch! It hurts my freaking inner thigh. Jesus Christ. Here we go. Let's go. I can't. I really can't. I think you can. I think you're just, your mental is just not there. You got to do it. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Wait, can I try? I yeah. It. No, I feel it. I do feel it. Ow. Just rotate it a little. You got to like loosen up the sides. Really? No, I don't know. Yeah, you got to hit it from different angles. <laughs> Yo. Yo, I got to relax. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. Wait, I heard it. I heard wait. it. I heard it too. You're fucking right on the edge of victory right now. Here we go. Here we go. No, keep no, going. Rotate, rotate, rotate. Birth again. <laughs> here we go. You're so close. Okay, I know. Hold on. Let me take a break. Too many innuendos here. <laughs> I feel it though. It's good. Let me let me try this. Here we go, moment of truth. Oh. oh. Bro, it's I hear it. No, it's, it's so literally close. cracking. Fuck. That hurts. Yeah, yeah, try it higher. Yeah, you gotta try get where like you gotta get where the no. Most. Try it higher because then you produce more force. Trust. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, you're so no, close, was, dude! Nah, I saw you're fucking so bending. Oh, you're hurts. so close. I'm, it, like, you have you have scars on your shins from deadlifting. Yeah, I, know. I know you can. <laughs> I know you can break this fucking watermelon. You can do this watermelon. No, trust higher. I Everybody it, I, higher because yeah, you want it closer. There's at least there's the, at least fifty thousand people watching you right now trying to break this watermelon. I know, I know, and I'm definitely not gonna do it. Ow! Nah, you're, it's because you're too high up towards the top. You need to be right in the middle. You know what I mean? You can hold the bottom of it if you want, like right where your teardrop starts on the quad. Yeah, so I had it the first time, and that's where you did the most. You did the most damage. No, no, no. Like you want the you want the watermelon itself to be like. Is it right there? All right, all right. Here we go. Let oh, I need to like turn to the side. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen, honestly. Fuck. I heard it crunching though. Is that you can definitely gives me upgrade. <laughs> oh fuck, you picked the wrong watermelon. <laughs> Bro, I I, I picked, picked the wrong nah, I picked the thinnest one. I picked the thinnest one I could find. Oh, you I wanted a bigger watermelon. Soft one. This one's ripe, it's not even ready. It's not soft. Hold on, let me let me get in there after you. Hold on, yeah. I'll loosen it up for you, James. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. No, it's not going. It's a good effort, though. We can applaud. We can. I can't do it. Okay, if you voted, if you if you commented yes, she can break it. You gotta fucking share this podcast. All right, Brandon. Here we go. I'm giving her a try. That was hard. If he breaks it, I'm gonna. It's already shoot myself. Yeah, she loosened it for you. No, you can't you're push. Pushing yeah. your legs. <laughs> you're pushing your legs. 
Tyler. All right. He's getting in the old vulnerable position. Never seen him like this. Ooh. That's high. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's hard. No, Brandon. Right? It no, hurts. It's way, it's way Brandon. No, the, it, the watermelon is too far, like, down. Yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. It hurts. It just hurts. My knee oh, is <laughs> slipping. Oh, no. I don't think this is possible, bro. Should I give it a shot? I actually, yes, those you'll be videos, able to do it. I don't know. Dude, no, I have a weak adductors. Bro. No, I think you'll be able to. What are you doing? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> okay, it's James's alone. turn. We'll see. All right, I'll commentate this time. That shit kind of hurt. Why did the strongest legs go last? Because you're the guest. We wanted you to try. Yeah, and no, I failed. No way, bro. This has, this got some structural integrity to it. Yeah, you picked up. Here we oh, go. He's doing it. He's. IFBB Pro Watermelon Breaker. No, no go lower. Go lower. Go lower on like by your knees almost. That's where I felt it. Why are you turning it? Just go where it's already soft. Come on, Jim. I'm counting on you here. It's it's like bending. It's almost like flat. <laughs> see, no, this shit. They see this shit is fake. No, you guys. This know. shit is 100 fake. When people do it online, it's got to be fake. No, Julia has actually done it before. Do you hear it? Yeah, no, yeah, it's fucked. I hear it. You, I, you turned into watermelon juice on the inside. <laughs> okay, uh, try it. Okay, try it higher, and then like last try. Last try. You better give it your all, bro. Dude, that was, that was a this is for all the kings. This I'm is not going to lie. I think I heard the mo the most crunching with my... But that was because it was brand new. Now there's no more crunching to be done. There's no more crunching to be done because you... I'm not going to toot my own horn. You've already... Try it higher. Try it higher because I, I did some damage like that. Come on. There you go. Come on. There you go. Turn to the side. Yeah, come on. Turn to the side. Yeah, PR. Oh, is it going? Oh. You got... Oh, I got a crib. <laughs> oh, Dude. there he goes. Oh my god, there he goes. Okay, well, Dude, that was so close. I guess none, none of, us of us are none of us working are hard worthy. enough in the gym. We're not worthy of the watermelon break. I guess we're all just gonna go hit sumo deadlifts tomorrow. Dude, we just started a trend. So many people are gonna be trying this now. <sighs> That's been a trend. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That was nah, way nah, harder nah, than nah, it looked, nah, and nah, it was nah. way more painful than it looked. No, that shit hurt. All right, Dude, I'm a little upset. That wraps up. That segment of can we fucking smash a watermelon? And the answer is hell fucking no. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not possible. It has to be. Maybe Look, it has to I be know. I know. <laughs> One more try. One more try. The competitiveness in us is like not letting us fail. At Come on. Nope. My adductors are fucking fried now. I bet. You know what I could do? I bet I could bicep curl it against my forehead and fucking smash it. I bet I can do that because that's what my strong suit is in my Well, biceps. I've seen somebody like just do it right here. So they put the watermelon right here and they just smash it with their like... Uh, that was probably like a lat. fucking cantaloupe or some shit. No way. <laughs> that, would, that would be hard. Watermelon is no that chance. Yeah, no, it's hard. I'm getting old. We looking good, Zach? Oh, cool. Do you mind plugging it as well? Should so. we stop and like... There's nothing reset? to stop. There's nothing to stop. We're already... Oh, Okay. We were gonna stop if the watermelon broke. I was planning on it. I was planning on you. I know. I'm sorry. Breaking guys. that shit. Like, you let me down. Yeah, I know. Honestly, I let myself down. That was hard. When I felt the watermelon, I was like, "This doesn't seem possible." I think the people that do it just get like a really ripe watermelon, so yeah. it's already soft. 
I think it's broken before. Freaking snakes. But you can, I don't know. If you guys have ever broken one, let me know how to do it. Yeah, for real. Give us some tips. I feel a little better Bro, because like you, you guys weren't able to do it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm like, so I feel a little better. <laughs> not gonna lie. I mean, an IFPB pro did not do it, so. Dude, my ad doctors are fried. And you got a cramp too. You I need- got, dude, I got such a bad ab cramp. Holy shit. I wouldn't be surprised if I bruised from that. I'm not going to lie. Do you bruise easy? I do for some reason. I feel like every girl. Yeah, every girl. Easy. Every I girl's have- like, I bruise so easy. Well, you know what? I think I have like an iron deficiency. And every just- girl, every girl, <laughs> every girl is anemic. Yeah. yeah. So I think I just bruise easy. Okay. But let's get into the actual podcast. Here we go. Gabby, it feels like you popped up out of nowhere. Um, I want to, cause I only met you, what, like probably three months ago, three or four months ago. Yeah. Um, I want to know like how you started, like, how did you get into this, this realm of the industry? That's such a tricky set. Sorry. Oh, that's such a tricky question because I have been doing it for a long time. There was one post that had just happened to take off for me. And then after that, it was like a snowball effect. It was like, it was like one singular post. Yes. And that's a crazy story in itself. So I actually, I was going to the gym and I love photography. Like I was just posting my stuff. Like no, I had no motivation to do anything in the industry as far as like sponsorships or working out with a team for bodybuilding or anything like that. I was just working out and like taking content. And I remember I took this one picture And my phone, I posted it and my phone had broke that night and I didn't have a phone for like three days and I got a new phone, got on Instagram and the picture had like over 10 K likes. It was like, which is kind of a lot for where I was in the beginning. So I was like, dude, what's happening? And then I found out like, I started researching like algorithm and like shit like that. So I was like, oh, I didn't have a phone. Instagram knew I didn't, wasn't on Instagram. So it starts pushing out your content because it wants you to come back to Instagram. So then after that, I was like, dude, I had like so many followers after that and a lot of um, push on my content. So I was like, oh, let me just freaking run it and see where it goes. So I just kind of was doing that, but I've been working out and posting pictures for a really long time. So what was the, what was like the one post? Cause did you hear that? Did you hear what she said? She said one post blew up like overnight. Just one. It was a picture too. What was it? It was me leaning over a bench with my fucking traps. Of course it was that. With your traps? <laughs> yes, yeah. So not even like- not not e- I wasn't flexing. I wasn't working out. What? Can you grab it for me? What? My phone is right next to you. Thank you. So it wasn't even anything like- It wasn't really anything special. I mean, I was. I remember that night too. I was there at the gym at like 11 at night and I was just snagged a quick picture. And so your phone, so your her phone was broken for three days. Yeah. So it's almost like a movie. Yeah. Like it's literally like a, like you're, you posted a pic and then your phone's broken and you get your phone back and then fucking- I just, it, uh, my Instagram was like blowing up. Yeah. I was like, what the heck is this? And that was the first time it ever, ever happened to me. And I was like, wow. And so I that was when you started. Mm-hmm. But when, what about- When was that? <clears throat> when was that? When that picture blow up? I think like last, last Thanksgiving. So last oh November. yeah, so it hasn't been that long. No, so what? It has a, not. What about like recently though? Because I I know that you were when I first met you, you were probably at like fifty k maybe. Yeah. But now you're at two hundred, which is like one hundred fifty k. Yeah. In roughly three months or so. Jeez. Mm-hmm. So what was that? I feel like maybe 
It was TikTok. I think I really, well, see, I'm not even that crazy on TikTok. I don't like doing videos that much. I'm so particular in my content and I care so much about being a perfectionist as far as like pictures and videos. And I want people to like feel emotion through my content. That's like my main purpose, I feel like. So every post I have, I'm like overthinking it and I overdo it and I like overproduct things and I know it pisses Zach off all the time. But I, I hmm. just try my best to put out quality content that nobody's ever seen before or have different vibes with photos or like as far as my sponsor posts, like I want those to look different so it can grab people's attention. So I feel like that's what sets me apart as far as like content creating. Yeah. And obviously like your look, I don't think anyone yeah, else. I was going to say Andrew Claus. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like your, your look That's so crazy to me too that like people can recognize me or think of me about legs and put the two and two together because I just started hitting legs maybe a year ago because I was very, very upper body dominant. And I was like, I didn't really care about legs. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm looking a little disproportionate. So I started like hammering legs. Yeah. When did you first start lifting like upper body, lower anything? Oh my God. Probably like as far as bodybuilding and knowing how that world is 2018. So it's been like four years. And before that, were you kind of just like fucking around doing cardio and stuff? No, I was like always, I was always an athlete. So I played volleyball all growing up, softball. And then I went to the Marine Corps, was very active. And that was like obviously very physically demanding. Yeah. And then after that, we were like doing like workouts there. They weren't really crazy anything with weights or anything. Did you enlist? You enlisted? Yeah, I was in the Marine Corps. Like after high school? Mm Mm-hmm. So you're like, fuck college. I'm going to listen to the Marine Corps. Oh yeah. No, I never thought I would ever go to college. I knew that. that. I knew that at a young age. I hated school. I hated school. Mm. I'm pretty sure I had ADHD. Like I just literally could not focus in class unless it was about a subject that I really cared about. So like history class, I liked that. Yeah, it was the same way. So like I paid attention in that class, but as far as anything else, like I was like, fuck this. I don't need school. And my parents were very like, they were kind of supportive about that because they didn't go to school. My dad was in the Marine Corps too. Oh really? Yeah. And my brother. So what was your plan when you were like, let's say 13, 14, 15, you didn't really give a shit about school? No, did I was you just know, playing sports. Did you know you wanted to go into like the Marines after no. or did you not really have like a plan? You were just like, I'll figure no, something out. No, yeah, I was just so focused on sports and my dad was really hard on sports with me and I had opportunities to go play sports after high school, but I knew that I was going to fuck off in college and it wasn't going to make me happy. So I was just like, okay, well, even though I have sco- like these scholarship opportunities to go play volleyball, I don't want to do it because I know I'm not going to like enjoy the school the aspect. The school part, yeah. yeah. What was your MOS in the Marine Corps? I was in 1171. I was in utilities. Um, I no so you were like doing a shit ton of like inventory and shit? Yeah, but I didn't even really do my job. Like I had, I was billeted out to do Embark for my entire unit, which was 7th ESB. And that is the largest unit in the Marine Corps. So I was doing embark for, um, different like field ops deployments. I was in charge of all the equipment going out. Were you ever like deployed or you stayed here? Um, I stayed here over, I was like, I was literally everywhere, but the last place I was at was in Camp Pendleton, California. And how long did you do that for? Like how long in the Marine Corps? Like Four three years? and a half years. Three years. What's MOS? Like what your job My is. Job okay. Because I actually wanted to be in the Marine Corps. I wanted to, um, I went to a military college and I wanted to be an infantry officer. 
That's amazing. And then, but no, I didn't do it because I was like, this shit fucking sucks. Well, no, looking back, if I would have redone anything about it, I would have been an officer for sure. Oh yeah. hundred percent. The money's there and the like money there's more long term, and yeah. you just get treated better. You, yes. Enlisted is such a shit show. Like it's for me, I didn't like personally, I'm not shit talking the military at all. I have the utmost respect for the military. I'm all about it. My whole family was in the military, but for me personally, I just didn't have the best experience in the military, so wait. So why do what, why do people choose enlisting over becoming an officer? Because enlisting is easier. You can uh, just su- write your name on a fucking. You can just sign your name and you can enlist. Versus an officer, you either have to be in an ROTC program or you have to be a graduate. You have to. Um, you have to have already a degree. Have, yeah. Oh, or you sure. can do like an ROTC program, which will like you do your college, but you're also doing ROTC classes. Which you have to is have like, just a college degree. Yeah, and then but does you it, but it you have to matter what it is. Yeah, but you have to apply to oh, become okay. an officer. But yeah. unless you're in ROTC, if you're on scholarship, then like the military's paying for you to get your degree and then you become an officer. Mm-hmm. And then you get put into like the the like higher up, whatever. Mm-hmm. You wanted to be in the Marine Corps? I was there to be any in the Corps. other mer- branch that you wanted to be in? Uh, no, it was only Marine Corps because yeah. I was like super yacht. Like I wanted to do Bruh. the, yeah, the Love fucking <laughs> like grunt shit, whatever. I just grew up around it. Like my dad grew up talking to me about it. And then my brother, he went in like two years before me. And honestly, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing when I was in high school. And he comes up to me and he's like, Gabby, I'm about to go to boot camp. Like I need your, what is it called? Your um, referral. He's like, I need your referral. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, do you want to, do you want to, go in like do you want to enlist and I was like sure and mm-hmm. I did it so when you said you had a bad experience and I don't mean to offend you but I know that with with marine um girls they like they like to call them like wookies or something like that yeah, is it's that horrible. yeah it's fucking terrible it's What's like that? It's, it's essentially just a slang that, bro okay so yeah. think about it all enlisted marines like and no offense to any of them but I've been around them and the majority of them they're all just like hyped up frat boys like they think they're gonna fucking go to wherever and just like <laughs> shoot people and yeah. i don't mean to like i said i don't mean to offend anybody but all the it's people the that truth, i have though. met it's it's everybody just wants to like they think they're they think they're going they're playing call of duty yeah. and they're and they're kids yeah they're kids they're it's kids. a lot of, it's a lot of kids and they just like they want to fuck they they want to they're horny kids and they want to kill and and they think and they want to drink they want to get fucked up and they want to get deployed mm. and and Honestly, a lot of the the infantry people now are just kind of just like scrubbing infantry enlisted people are just like scrubbing toilets and like sweeping dust and stuff. Which if I not- I have the most respect for infantry though, like they were. Oh kind yeah, of, no, they were fucking hard. Like, like compared to a they pogue, beat, it, yeah, they uh, get beat the shit out of like. Yeah, no, like, they really fuck. do. They're like still hardcore. Like 100%. the infantry is still hardcore, I, and some other MOSs too. Like okay, so like a pogue is anybody besides per, infantry. I think it's personnel people, or other yeah, than grunts. Other yeah. Or I think I thought so infantry, dude. I I do not know the fucking swing. Infantry is like boots on the ground, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's like like there's O three and then whatever like like O three eleven is like a rifleman. So like your standard infantryman uh-huh. who's gonna go around with an with a M sixteen or whatever it is M four, and those are the like people machine there's gunners. Like, yeah. There's like a there's yeah. like a few different mm-hmm. in uh, infantry, but like and on paper it sounds sick. Like on paper it it's does. like, do you mind moving that can to your left? Thank you. I didn't know if it was in the cam, but. On paper, it sounds sick as fuck. Like you're gonna go out there and and you're like, like you're you're killing people. If that's what you want to do, that's what like that's what you want to do. Yeah, or you're just like carrying around a big ass gun and just right. like being badass, right? Yeah. But it, and they do do that. They yeah. really do. Like the shit that they have to do is actually insane, and it's like fucking mind fucking. But 
compared to everybody else in the Marine Corps, like we don't do, like we didn't do shit. Uh-huh. Like it was like, it was shitty. And the way that females get treated in the military, it's sad and nothing gets fixed. And I don't know if you guys ever heard about the Vanessa Guillen situation, but I was getting out of the Marine Corps right when that was going on. So at Fort Hood up north in Colleen, Texas, there was a soldier in the army and she got murdered by one of her superiors. So How? Because she caught him. I don't know, actually, but she like got him doing something and he didn't want her to rat on him because he knew he would have gotten in trouble. So he like literally slaughtered her and he cut her body up and he put her in concrete and he ditched her on the side of the road and nothing like they didn't even notice she was gone for like days. I know for a fact that shit would not have happened in the Marine Corps. And it makes me sad to think that, okay, well, the Marine Corps was bad. I don't even want to know how bad all these other branches are. Uh-huh. And it, 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 it's how'd hard. They, how'd it was they eventually hard. find that guy? Oh, like, they, oh they knew. She she wasn't supposed to be at the armory that day. And he was. Like, he they knew he was there. And I guess, like, he called her in or something. I don't want to get the story wrong. But this is just what I, from what I remember. And, um, yeah, I somebody had said that they hadn't heard from her. I think her mom. Mm. Like, how are all these people in the military? You are with those people 24 seven. And they don't even you are supposed you are supposed yeah. to be accounted for 24 seven. I know it was like that in the Marine Corps because we had fucking formations every 20 minutes mm-hmm. like that. I know. I just know that shit wouldn't have happened over there. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how they did not notice she was gone. But shit like that happens. And it, nobody gets held accounted for. I know that they fought so fucking hard for her command to like have repercussions done to them and they fought for that. Like, why would they need to fight for that? Mm-hmm. So it just, did it, anything end hard. up happening to the guy who did it? Oh, Oh yeah. They were like on him and he ended up killing himself. Oh, with a gun. oh shit. That's but dope. see, okay. But wow. see, he wasn't the, supposed the good to, ending. he was already on restriction. So that means that like, he was already supposed to be staying on base and somehow he got off of base, which I don't fucking understand how that happens. And then he had a gun with him. So like, I, I just don't get it. I, I don't understand how that mm. shit happens, but all, it happens all the time. Also, I do want to say that not every Marine, just backtracking a little bit, not every Marine is like how I said. No. But if I could, if I could like put the majority in one, they're all, it's just like a lot of frat guys. And you can imagine if 90%, I would say what, what do you think is like 80, 20 male to female? What? No. 90, 10. Not even. Male to five. female? Yeah. There's like, it's like 2%. Okay. So 98, yeah. so you can imagine how like girls are treated and all of these, all of these guys, like they're only with guys. So like, mm-hmm. so girls get treated pretty bad. Yeah. And I like, they I've just, seen it it's firsthand. like they, they don't take you seriously enough. Like they just kind of look, but they're also, but, but it's also like, you're, you're an object though. You're like, an object mm-hmm. and to them. And it's such like a male dominated environment that you are either a slut or if you stick up for yourself and you, you actually are a badass. Okay. Well then you're a dyke. Like you, yeah. they, they uh, separate that. the two. You're either a slut or you're a man woman. And it's just like, they don't, they don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to say that, but that's pretty much like, at least for me where I was, it was like all these, all, like the girls, like the hardcore girls, like everyone would just call them like fucking dykes. Yeah, or they like, would get made fun of. Even or like, like obviously I don't like females, but they would still be like, Oh, fortune. You're such a fucking, I don't even know. You know they would just say the stupidest shit. You know, like, uh, like dirt squirrels. <laughs> Did they ever say that? Like they'll call them like dirt oh, squirrels. I haven't just, heard that in so long. Just weird fucking names. Cool. I can't even figure that's out. That's kind of cool that you know there. a lot of the slang. Yeah, it's just like like they're like it's I don't a different even know, world, bro. dude. The military is a different world. Yeah. And although that like 
there is a big sexual assault and harassment problem. I did have a good time. Like, it's like, it's, sound like, it's, it's the, the, like 50-50. The way that I explain it is like, it's, I'm it's not, I was never experience. in the military. I, w- I was in military school. It's like the best experiences of your life, but also the worst, worst experiences. Experience and so life. the most memories. Yes. The most it's memories the, that you it's have. It's like the situations that you're put in are so shitty, but it makes you appreciate everything in life. Mm. Like you, you're sleeping on the ground in the fucking cold and you're cleaning your room. Like, I don't know if you know, well, you know what field day is. Yeah. And you just- that like- <laughs> It's just crazy. Yeah. Like the shit they make you do in the military. Mm. It's just like, you don't even realize like civilians don't realize it. And I can't imagine it as a girl. I'm not going to lie. Like that shit probably sucks. It did. Wait, move them like kind of like, like, like ang- this. Yeah. But just like angle it. So it's more straight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, there you bad. Go. No, you're good. Wait. So I'm curious. She was surrounded by military her whole life, but to my knowledge, you didn't really have any military family. Well, my dad was in the army. Oh, he was. Yeah. He okay. was, That's he, cool. What'd your dad do? He was an MP. That's cool so though. Fucking no, they're narc, cool. Fucking no, snitch. I mean, they're cool. <laughs> Wait, what's that? What's that? Military, yeah, military police. police. So you're like a sni- uh, like you're nah. a snitch. <laughs> Did like he work with any of the dogs or anything like that? Like no, the canine he, no, units? No, no, no. He wasn't canine. But my he has a funny story though. He was uh, he was driving a jeep. Maybe I've said this once, but I'm gonna say it again because maybe I said it I on the old podcast. It. But he was driving a jeep, and the MP could do like they can do whatever the fuck they want because they're the police, right? So it's like. It's pretty much how it is in the in the real world. So yeah. they can do whatever the fuck they want. And he was at a in a hospital and he grabbed like a bunch of like promethazine, which is like lean. <laughs> oh and my god. Like he's like drinking lean, like driving this Jeep, and he Holy flipped. Shit. He's like driving. Yo, can the, you say this? Are you incriminating? I mean, Not I, even. He's I out. No he's idea. fine. Yeah. Y'all don't even know my he's dad's chill. name, bro. So he's driving. <laughs> he's gonna go. Yeah. He's driving and he fucking like he's in this Humvee and he's off lean. And he like hits this corner really hard and he fucking rolls his Humvee, bro. Like, Holy like shit. rolls the Humvee and he's like, he just gets fucked up. And he, and he just said that he crashed it and he was all good. They didn't but do anything about it? No, bro. Cause he's an MP. So it's like, so they're just like, ah, yeah. I think the over. only thing, the only shitty thing I've ever heard about MPs is that they have like shitty hours. I have That's no about idea. it. I, I, I heard it was a cool hours. MOS. But it's also like your, your only friends are MPs <laughs> because like you, if yeah. you're a cop, your only friends are cops. Yeah. Because no one else wants to be like friends with a cop. Like it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like doing stuff with a cop. Right. So, so you're not like really like as a part of it as like other yeah. branches would be. So it's almost like it's. Yeah. They're it's kind like of the, in their. They're just like infantry. They're kind of in their own world. Mm. It's like Boy Scouts of. Of, of <laughs> like mm-hmm. the Marine or whatever he was. They in have a good job me. though on base. You know, like pe- people still need to be like abiding the law. Like mm-hmm. if you're driving on base or there's people stealing on base. M- civilians live on base too. So like their MPs are in charge of those civilians. Why? Wait, why are they? Why they're are married. Like the, the married couples. So if See, you're married, I don't know shit so about when this, you get married in my head, in my head, when I think of military base, I think of like every single fucking person is basically following the rules. I don't think there would need to be like police. If anything, you would just need to be disciplined by a higher oh, up. See, that's the thing. Not. See, that's the thing that you would you would think that everyone <laughs> like, is yeah, so just, like you would think that, but white collar, like everyone's with good manners. The, but the bro, fucking consequences are so bad. They like make you walk around but for bro, two hours. There's, like, there's there's bars. There's all these yeah. things. So but like, on a, literally, but, just okay, like a but like town. base, like. When I think of base, I think of like a fucking fortress, okay, yeah, bro. Okay, so base is <laughs> like, Why would there be a bar a, on base? Base is a blanket term. So okay. base is just like, think of it as like a, a little city or a little town. So it's pretty big. And it's all just like that area is is military base. Like uh, yeah, so you're allowed to go anywhere. So there's like regular people in regular houses there too? No, well, people, you have to be husband. in the military. So a lot of, that's why a lot of people get married. So if you're in, um, 
if you're in a relationship, a lot of people like to get married while they're in the military because then that gives you extra, what would you call it? Like extra privilege, right? Is it what? You were, uh, were you in the military? No. Yeah, no. People fucking get married all the time because they get paid yeah. more and they, then they're able to move out of the barracks. Exactly. Oh, okay. So the barracks, the barracks is like terrible, like dorms, little right, like right, 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 shit. Right. But then when you marry somebody, then you can move out and then you're on base and you like start a family. And that's why all this. So, like, so just to be clear, is this little mini city built specifically for the military? Like, that's the only point of it. It's just like military. There may be bases no. like that. There may be, but like there might have been. Well, I don't even know. I have no idea, to be honest. That's a great question. I'm so sure what I'm saying I'm is sure like, there are like, do, they, do they situate a military base in a pre-existing city? Or do they situate all a military old. base? Like these bases, they all have been around for years. Like, right. Before this, think about it like okay. So then, think about it like our, then think about it like our neighborhood. Like, think about it like our neighborhood, right? Yeah, I just leaked our fucking neighborhood. Bro, <laughs> no, we were not leaking our neighborhood. I'm fucking blur that out. Wait, what? Uh, 3301. Yeah. So think <laughs> about our neighborhood, right? And and we've got like everyone's little house. It's pretty big, right? But then you've got stores and and restaurants and bars and whatever. Mm. But everybody is is under the same neighborhood, so we're all under like. We're all on the base, if that makes sense. So our neighborhood's a base, but then there's bars, grocery stores, whatever you need. So you can imagine- Dude, if I feel you're, retarded right now. So if you can, you can imagine like- Think of a city. Like, no, my question is, why the fuck would they build a bar in a military base if it's because controlled by the military? Because, like, bro, people want to drink. People want to get fucked yeah, up. Yeah, but if, but if you enlist in the army, aren't you technically saying, like, I'm willing to sacrifice all this shit to be, bro, like, a good little soldier? Dude, these guys, they're Are listening They're enlisting in the army. They're coming alcoholics, bro. Like, that's what yeah, happens. Yeah, but why would the military enable that by allowing bars? Because, because that's okay, fucking well, US, US of fucking A, baby. Yeah. Like, that's what <laughs> it is, still, bro. They still need to make these people feel like, they're human beings. Yes. Okay, okay. Respect to all my and, veterans. Respect to everyone in the military and respect to all my yeah, veterans. Yeah. So, there. like, okay, so when you're not on deployment or when you're not on a field op, mm -hmm. you're obviously in garrison, which means that you're just in the States. You're just chilling. You're just chilling. Yeah. So that's that's base. So they need to make it feel homey. They oh, need okay. to, but also you can go off of base. Like you can go out in town. It's just for there. how long? It, there's like, however there's long certain... you want. It depends. Like if you're in the fleet, you can do whatever the fuck you want if you're not on work, if you're not at work. Ah. Uh. But if you're like in training, if you're like, uh, like if you're a, what do you, a boot, like they don't mm -hmm. really have cars or anything. So they have to stay on base. But are they allowed, like if you're in boot camp, can you go to a bar? No, fuck no. Oh, yeah. no so no, that's where they restrict not. you. Yeah. It's like what? the first like year or like, yeah, the first year you're very, very restricted. Then mm -hmm. you go to the fleet and that's when you kind of get a little bit more freedom to do whatever mm -hmm. you want. Okay. So once you make it past like all the initial shit, yes. they're like- they give you more freedom. Yes. Okay. And so imagine this, there's these bars here and there's girls, they go to the bar like specifically because they want to like get with like a military, somebody in like the military. Because and these are just that's civilian off girls. Base. Yeah. That's off base. Yeah. Oh, like so civilians okay. so, can't come so on base. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. So yeah. then they like, they like lure in these like horny, like military personnel. <laughs> yeah. And then they like start a family and that's how you get like the, the what's it called? Where they write BAH. The, no, what's it called? Where they write the letter. Or like not the letter, but like when they cheat on them, when the girls cheat on them, when the guys like fucking onto her. Susan, I don't fucking like know. Dear John. Oh, is that Dear what the, John. Yeah, there, like yeah. you get like a Dear John. You've heard that. There's a movie about it where, yeah. where like no, oh, like totally, the girl, like the girls it will, yeah, like the girls will cheat on them because they're not really in love. They kind of just like they got into the marriage because of the guy proposing to her and because of the 
these kids, they're so kids. So you get like good benefits. Like, yeah. If yes. You're in a military you get marriage. more benefits if you're married. These kids uh -huh. are going into the military young. They're fucking 17, 18 years old, right? They're lonely. They go to boot camp. They're lonely. They go to a city in a state that they don't fucking know. Yeah. And they're lonely. They go out in town. They find a girl that's has nothing and they fall in love. And then they get married because they make more money that way. And she has a little bit of security that way. So then these kids get married. He goes off on deployment. She cheats always. They don't know each other. They just met. So they're always cheating on each other. Yeah, like they're getting they're getting married within like six months, months bro. Like No, not even. I promise you, not even. Not even six months. There we go. I promise. It's pretty bad. The divorce rate in the military is actually ridiculous. It's it's literally like a it's whole, a whole it's different a whole reality. Saying, no, I was about to, I was about to say this just feels like a different life. No, yeah. it is like, like civilians don't understand. It's just it's kind of stupid. Damn, I just got called a civilian. Yeah, that's what you are. We I'm, are. I'm, I'm a also civilian. civilian. You I'm guys a, are civilian. You guys are different. No, I'm also I feel a left civilian. Out. I dude, I was in toy military, like toy soldiers, bro. I'm a civilian now. That's all that matters. You good over there? <laughs> Did, do you know anyone that like went to the Citadel? Because that's where I went to school. Where? The Citadel. Where it's like a military college in South Carolina, Charleston. I and was in South Carolina. I was stationed over there. And you didn't know anyone from the Citadel? Mm. Honestly, they don't really like to boast about it because it's kind of like a like a nerdy thing. No, I like they get they kind of catch a lot of shit. Wait, why? You go to the Citadel because it's almost like it's like if you go into the Citadel, you. If you're if you're from South Carolina, you go into the Citadel and then there's already like a um a label put on you, if that makes sense. Right, but why? Like what's bad about going into I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's just like it how it's been school? for it's like a well, it's a college. It was like a private school that um and people autom like you have a really good shot of becoming an officer. So a lot of a lot of like the enlisted guys they didn't mm. give, they didn't care about those because it's almost like I don't want to say it's the easy route because it's not the easy route, but it's like it's like the sh the, the sure way. And you don't have to go through all this shit if you become an officer, right? Yeah, or but you kind of go through this shit. They when have you're their own separate in military camp. school. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of go through the shit in military school, but and then you go into your own like officer. But then, course. but then the guys who went right into the military coming out of high school kind of are like they had a harder than yeah, you. Yeah, almost? yeah, yeah. Oh, I got you. So they're right. but but they're but technically they're they have to respect you because they're higher rank. So so it's like. Officers are iffy. Yeah, so it's almost like it's almost like why would I like why do I even have to respect this guy because, because he went to school? The enlisted they've been in for a while, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you get an officer, if you get like a he's fresh out of college, that's fresh out of college, and he's telling you what to do, it kind of pisses you off because yeah. you're like, okay, dude, this is like my twentieth field op, and you don't even know how to fucking run a compass right now, and you're trying <laughs> to tell me where the fuck to go. Yeah, like you're a fucking idiot. Like, Wait, so let's like if you're a uh, I don't know I don't remember the ranks, but it like. If you're a, what's like the first officer rank in the Marine Corps? Is it second lieutenant? Yes. So if second, you're first. Yeah. So if you're a first or second lieutenant, but then you have like a. Yeah, you're a butter bars. That's if you're, what they call yeah, butter you. bars. Cause it's two gold bars on your, on your chest or like whatever your mm. uniform you're wearing. So if you're a, a second lieutenant, but like there's a Sergeant major who let's say Sergeant major has been in the military. Dude, there's like, so much slang. It so literally Sarge, is its own little fucking so Sergeant, reality. So like Sergeant major is like, that's an enlisted, but that's like being an enlisted for like. That's an NCO, so it's a non-commissioned officer. So technically, you're an officer, but you're not. You were never they've went to school. Been in for a long. Yeah, they've been time. in for a long ass time. But doesn't like a wouldn't a second lieutenant outrank a sergeant major? 
It's a, there's, it's just like two different worlds. There's officers and then there's enlisted, but you can also be enlisted for a while and then eventually go officer. All you would need to do is like go to school, uh, OCS school, which is kind of mm-hmm. like a boot camp again. They just need to do that. Damn. So that? those are called Mustangs when you are enlisted and you. It's a fucking name for everything. No, yeah, there really is. Really is. Bro, we, got, we got dirt squirrels, <laughs> what the fuck is a dirt squirrel, butter bars, <laughs> a boot. Like yeah. there's so much slang. Like it's it's funny, but it's when you a guys whole first started world. this conversation, it was like you were speaking in fucking Hebrew to each other. I was like, all right, what's going on right it's now? It's cool though because I, I there's not a lot of people in the fitness industry that are veterans. So yeah. like it's cool. Like you know something funny is that I was actually what's his name Jack. We were Jack the, West. We were in the same unit. Oh shit! Oh yeah. shit! That's fucking dope. I re, and it's so funny because I re, he was in the building next to me and um, at the same time. Yeah, we were in the same. Damn, time. that's crazy. And I remember seeing him, and he was a lot smaller back then. But all of my friends were like good friends with him. Mm. But I just remember going through his building one time and like seeing him, and then now like we're obviously doing the same thing. And I was like, wait a second. I saw my military friends following him. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Wait a second! Wait a second!" I know. And then you. I like went back and like looked at his pictures, and I was like, "Oh my god, that is that freaking asshole that was in the same building." Was he an asshole? Year. I would have no, thought. Bro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would have thought he would have been like fucking infantry. Like, what? Is I don't the, know what was that. I, I, I don't know. It would have been like heavy gunner yeah, or some no, the, shit. Like, like the, <laughs> what are those guys who carry around the fucking like shells and they shoot them off like the mortar? <laughs> what the, artillery? Yeah, artillery. I thought whatever the most like, badass bro, position fucking is. Huge. Yeah, no, whatever I, the most badass dude, position in these, the fucking Imagine like is. carrying around like 40 pounds of ammunition every day and just like loading up. That's more, Jack like, West. Right that's there. what I thought. He was like artillery. Like, <laughs> no, he was definitely one of the bigger guys in our units. Like I remember. Was he lifting back then? Was he I, like, was I he think buff? so. I literally, I don't really remember. I just remember mm. him s- seeing him that one time, but then he had posted one time a, a picture, a throwback picture of our unit. And I was like, dude, that was my fucking first Sergeant. Like what? And I was literally on that hike. Wait. So do they like, do they like, is there any segregation of like men and women in like barracks or anything like that? Or yeah. are you just all thrown oh, it together? Uh, th- I think we're on different floors. Okay. But that doesn't matter. The shit goes, still goes on. Like Really? So See, when does it when when does it happen then like when do you guys like intermingle where like it, <laughs> it's a big word what, like what well, do you, you mean? still see each other like like, yeah, where? like still, still like bro imagine like bro imagine you and I are like standing I'm a female and you're and you're a male and like we're standing next to each other like just doing whatever the fuck we're doing bro you guys have to remember I am military no, that's what I'm retarded. trying to say that's what I'm trying to say <laughs> I have no idea that's what I'm trying to say is like you're just standing there you're like we're both like just doing our thing but like no homo I think you're cute and you think I'm cute. And there's still like, like there's still emotions out in the military. So there's still like sexual tension that builds up. You yeah, can do saying. whatever. But if so you like, guys like you sleep on different floors or whatever. But you are allowed to do whatever you want. So if a girl wants to go down to the second floor, she can't. Yeah. Uh, we're in in my school. It was like, wait, is there is there any repercussions? But if in you're boot like, camp, if you're like fucking another like, if the, if like a male that's like enlisted is like. Sleeping it's frat, around, right? You know? Fraterniza- fraternization. Yeah, but there's also a charge that you can get if like a higher up was talking to like uh, a corporal. But that Wait, happens. But, so but is that there happens. any repercussion if you're on the same like I don't same, so. I don't, same uh, level? I, I don't know. I don't think so. Like as far as rank, I don't think so. But mm. the one thing that they don't like is when people hook up in the same companies or units. They don't like that. Why? It's just, you know, it's kind of drama. You don't shit where you sleep. You don't shit where you sleep. It's the same yeah. shit. Like imagine like you're in a job. You're in a day job. You don't want to work on, you don't want to like 
some like your boss probably doesn't want you fucking like your coworker who's yeah. like direct like working on the same project. With I you. think if you like talk to you, I think I had a friend though. If she like just talked to our one of our higher ups and was like, "Hey, like I really like this guy. If we get married, like can you guys just like separate us?" And they did it. So. Damn, they got married. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> probably it's the military. <laughs> yeah. Everybody gets fucking married in the military. Dude, this shit's wild. So that was three I'm and a half years. That was three and a half years of your life. Is that where you like f- fell in love with? Like fitness or no, because I grew up playing sports. I was always active. Like I, I remember mm. playing softball. Like that was like one of my first memories. Damn softball, softball, and then I switched over to volleyball when I was in middle school because I, my dad. And was you're straight, so- like do that this whole time. What? Like, like, like you know how like you know <laughs> you gay? You know how when like like a lot of soft like. Oh, no. So that well, is what me, you meant. Yeah, yes. no, that is what I meant. Yes, 100%. So you've always been straight, which is like a serious question. I'm being told totally like a while Bro, you need serious. to catch yes. me up on what you what it is you're referring to. No, like straight, softball, like, like a lot of like lesbian girls are like, like they're, they're lesbian. I'm quite they're unaware of this. Yes. Well, I feel like that's like, can you attest? Okay, yes. No, I know okay, what you. you're saying. Thank you. See, yes, I'm not being, I'm not no, being out of pocket. I think you were crazy. I just didn't know what you were talking about. No, that, like if you're, like that's softball, a, a lot I of sports. I thought straight was more That's a definitely a stereotype. I, I apologize if I offended anybody. But No, yes, I was. But my dad was so hard on me playing softball. He was like my coach and he was super hard. So like when I got to middle school, I was like, dude, I want to do a different sport. So that's when I hopped into volleyball and it was a challenge. Like that's what, that's what's so crazy is that I noticed myself challenge myself at that young of an age. I was like, dude, I want to play volleyball and I want to be the best at volleyball. And I ended up being really good, but I had only started like two years before I got to high school. And at that point I was going to a class A school. So I was like, oh, sports are a big deal. So Mm -hmm. do you think that that has affected how you are now? Oh yeah. hundred percent. Have you ever, have you ever competed in like bodybuilding or anything like that? No. So I, where do you get that? Comp- wait, why? Yeah. Where do you get that? And do, you, do you have any like plans to compete? Cause like it got to the point with me. Cause I was kind of the same way. I did gymnastics since I was four up until I was 12 or 13. And that's so cool. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Some people think it's gay. Some people no, it's think it's not. cool. Faggot. Yeah. No. I'm kind of a fag, but it was really dude, hard. No, it was dude. It was the, I think gymnastics, I wouldn't consider it a sport. Some people think it's a, like, some people would call it a sport. I would say it's like a skill. Like I wouldn't call that's a good way to. Play. I wouldn't call jujitsu a sport. I would call it a skill. But, but if I you think, have to win, it's a competition. Sure. If there's a winner, so loser, if you want, if you want to call it a sport, and I know people are gonna fucking hate this and disagree with it, but I think gymnastics is the hardest sport you can do because if you want to be really good, it is fucking insane. Like, no, I believe that that yeah. I believe you. conditioning, athleticism, set. and flexibility, and that's the whole reason I got started lifting was because once I quit gymnastics, I had to quit because I was getting injured so much. And my parents oh. were like, you're done because it's so oh. strenuous. And I had this fucking old Greek coach. He was this big, like properly Greek guy, had the accent and everything and this big gold ring on his finger. <laughs> and if you, if you were on rings and you didn't point your toes, he would like backhand the fuck out of your yeah. toes. So dude, it was brutal. And Those are the best coaches. Though, yeah, no, he got, he got me really good yeah. at gymnastics, but I was getting injured a lot. So my parents didn't want me to get fucked up. But then I just had this, I was doing gymnastics for like four hours every day. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, what do I do now? Now that I quit. So that right there, I started, yeah, I started like, that right I was there. like skateboarding, scootering, BMX, like on a bike. Like I was doing a bunch of shit that my friends did, but none of it was super fulfilling. It was fun, but it wasn't like strenuous. And then one day I went to the gym with my mom and you know, that's how I got started. Yeah. But 
volleyball just consumed my life for so long. Literally, I did not have an off season. I was either in school ball or I was in travel. So I was just 24 seven playing sports. And I knew when I graduated, if when I graduated that, okay, if I didn't go on and play volleyball, like what the hell was I going to do for the rest Mm -hmm. of my life? I was like, I I did not want to sit. My biggest fear was sitting behind a desk. I didn't yeah. want to do it physically. I'm a freaking athlete. I, I I need to move. I need to push. Myself. And when you do something that's like super physically exhausting every day, because you're practicing basically every day, literally, and then you quit for whatever reason, there is like a void in your life. There is. Like, it's just like, what the fuck do I even do? Because no, you want to yeah. like, exer- like if you have that competitive spirit, you want to like physically exert yourself, but you don't even know what to do. So then yeah. the gym is just kind of like naturally what falls into your lap. Mm-hmm. But with me, it was like, I just kept getting bigger and stronger. I did powerlifting at first and I was like super into that, went to nationals, then went to worlds. And then I kind of transitioned into bodybuilding and then I started on gear and then I just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And eventually it got to the point where I was so like, I'm not fucking massive or anything, but I'm pretty big. Mm-hmm. And I got to the point where it was like, why don't you compete? Like, and I was asking myself that question too. I was like, why am I even getting bigger right now? I'm at that point where, what age did you start gymnastics? Four. God, Holy that's shit. Crazy. Yeah. And you stopped when? Like 12 or 13, 12. I can't remember. So, so you can almost tell athletes like in a group of at the gym because for you, I can tell that you have a lot of muscle maturity and I feel like that's the same with me. That's the number one thing that I've, I've always heard that since you I was like 17 or 18. You can see it. Yeah, yeah. People have said like, you look like you have the muscle maturity of a 30 year old, but you're yes. like 18, and which I didn't really know what that even meant at the time, but I kind of get it now. It's just like density. It's just density. Like yeah. the mass that like athletes have when they start at such a young age. And I was lifting weights and doing like more Olympic style training because of like volleyball. They wanted us to do a lot of like squat jumps and shit like that. But we were like lifting weights. We were doing hang cleans. Like I, my maxes in high school. Oh my God. I was like smoking what I can do now. Mm-hmm. And I was lifting weights since high school. So I have like a really strong background. Right. Of it. And I just feel like that set me up for success as far as like definitely building. 100% because I mean, you've seen like, if you ever watched the like Olympics or anything like that, mm-hmm. you've seen some of the feats of strength that you have to do in gymnastics and the carryover to the gym was just like, very obvious because I think the first time I went into hard knocks, I've been training at planet fitness for like two months. And then I'm like, you know what? I want to go to like a better gym. And the first time I went in, I benched 185. And the second time I went in, I benched 205. Yeah. And like a lot of people have to train at least a year probably to like bench that. So all like my strength and everything was pretty fucking good. And it just kind of kept, it just like linearly went up. Mm -hmm. So for me competing to get back to the point was like, I got to the point where I was bigger than a lot of people that I knew competed. Yeah. So it was like, okay, I might as well fuck around. Yeah. And then it was a great decision. I've, which is funny because when I was like that, when I was like 19 or 20, I'm 22 right now. But when I was like 19 or 20, I was like, I'm probably never going to compete in bodybuilding because I just don't want to get up there in a speedo and like pose around, which is such a basic way of looking at it. And then actually doing a prep and competing was so much fucking fun. And yeah. it like tested my character. It de- Yeah, it definitely does. Like yeah. that, the, and I tell this to Kendall and Julia all the time, like bodybuilding is such an extreme sport. It's literally like nothing else. So when you push yourself to that limit, you're just like, dude, I'm a superhuman. That's why it becomes mm-hmm. so addicting is because you're just like, you see yourself 
at your peak and you're like, I want to keep going. I want to do this again. Right. But something, are you, are you something, me and, something me and Brandon talked about was once you get to that point, once you compete and if you do well, especially, yeah, it's very easy to fall into the trap of like, you cancel out everything else in your life because if you have that competitive spirit, you become so honed in on like, oh my God, I've got to win again. I've got to do a show next year and then I've got to go here and then I've got to go here exactly, and it just overcomes yeah. your whole life. But then you become one dimensional. So we had a whole conversation about that on one of our podcasts where it's like, I think it was the podcast we did with Josh where some people will just become pretty unidimensional because they just fall into that kind of trap yeah. of like fitness is my whole character, my whole personality. And that's exactly why I can't do that. In my really? position in life right now, like I'm a single mom, I can't. And people ask me that all the time. They're like, why don't you compete? Like you could go so far in it. Like you're still really young. Like you could do it. You could do it. And, but I have such a competitive spirit. I would want to go pro literally in one show. And my end goal, my goal, I'm not stepping on stage just to compete. I'm stepping on stage to go to the That's Olympia. Literally what I fucking said I'm when not, I first started I'm, it's competing. It's not in me. Like I know I would do whatever it takes to fucking go to the Olympia and be in the top three nah, you're in the gonna, first year. You're going to end up competing. But because, I can't do it. Nah, I have a daughter Gabby, and my, uh, no, I'm telling here's you, what happened. Here's what happened. It's not me. in the cards it went for from, me right now. No, it went from, I'll, I will never step on stage because like Speedo gay whatever <laughs> then it turned into i i will never step on stage until i know for a fact that i can win and that's not for years down the line and then it turned into you know what i could probably step on stage and win a local show but not my pro card and then i ended up competing and getting my pro card yeah no i mean I'm but, that way. but i do have that competitive spirit that you talked about and i as long as you're aware of like this can't become my whole life you're fine. It's the people who aren't aware of that or they don't understand why that's a bad thing. Yeah. That's where it turns into a problem. But with me, I'm like, all right, like as soon as I finished my show, as soon as I got my card, the first thing I thought of was, all right, what's my next show? Yeah. Cause then I got to go to fucking Olympia. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, James fucking relax. Mm -hmm. Like go to the club a little bit with Brandon, like Live your life. Uh, travel a bit. Like don't worry about tracking your macros. You're still human. That's good. So good I you. think that's awesome because a lot of people get lost in it. I think if you did the same thing, you'd be fine. I, I think as it, long as you're aware of this it. This sounds really crazy, but another big reason why I don't want to compete yet is because I want to get a breast augmentation if I did decide to compete. Because no matter what anybody says, I, I'm looking at Olympia, right? Mm -hmm. Those girls all have the full package. I do not have the full package right now. And I do not want to step on stage. Wait, that's just like fake tits, right? Without, yeah. the, okay. without the full package. And when you get to the pro level, that's if I got pro without them and I stepped on a pro stage without them as well. And I lost to mm -hmm. a girl that did have them. And that was the only thing that fucking separated us apart. That would tear me apart. Mm -hmm. I would be like, dude, what the fuck? And it happens. It literally happens. I don't care mm -hmm. what anybody says. It happens. Yeah, so, you, I mean, that when was you get that, that lean. You like, you lose all your like breast tissue. It's There's just, some girls, but I'm pretty sure there was one Mrs. Olympia. There was, it was like relatively recent that maybe she just had naturally like huge tits, but she didn't have breast augmentation. Yo, shout out that girl. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> that's her real. Um, real. What was I gonna say? Ah, I lost my train of thought. But, uh, oh but wait, no, no I, I was would gonna want say to be the full package. That was like me with my gyno though. I was like, I've got a little bit of gyno. I don't want to step on stage till I get a cut out. And then I was like, it's like waiting for Godot. I was like, what? I'm. This, I I'm just need to step on stage at this yeah, point. I'm just such a perfectionist, and I know that I'm so hard on myself. I have this fear and I have a lot of pressure 
to win that if I didn't win, I would crumble. Mm-hmm. I would literally crumble. And I'm that sounds really bad and people shouldn't treat themselves that way and be that hard on themselves, but I am. And that's why I am that's where that's why I am where I'm at is because I'm so fucking hard on myself. It reminds me of Anthony Mantello. Cause he, cause Anthony holds himself to such a high standard and he's yes. only 20. He's only 20 and he placed third at fucking nationals, yeah. but he was like crying afterwards because to him third was last place. Like same. I don't want to He either yeah. wanted second or first that gets your pro card. Mm-hmm. And I think he would have been just as happy with second as first. Like he just wanted his pro card. That's been his goal this whole time. So he couldn't even look, which I completely empathize with. He couldn't even look at that as an accomplishment being third place in nationals at 20 years old. Cause to him, that didn't matter. He was yeah. just like, well, I didn't get my card. So I failed. Yeah. So I'm, I think I'm, everyone, I'm the same way though. Like I, that's just like a champion. mentality. Right. I, I was going to say, I think everyone who, everyone who does really well has that same mentality, but I don't think that's a good reason not to do it. I'm not trying to pressure you into yeah. competing, <laughs> but I think like Trust it me, should so be in the cards at some point. Have, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've, I, if I did it, Within the next couple of years, I would maybe have a chance. There's just such, there's so many people doing bodybuilding now that like all these young bucks are coming in and they're like stealing the show. And like a lot of people in your class and generation of like your bodybuilding, mm-hmm. you guys are the next faces of the Olympia. You guys have to realize that. Like Wait, these old timers, I'm 23. I'm about to turn 24. Bro, you're what acting like, you're talking about? Yo, you're acting like, like you're, how old you're is fucking she? 35 years old. <laughs> but I she's would want, like no. But I want to be the young buck. Bro, am I old? You're one year older than than both of us. That's, than both of us. No, We're both but 22. I want to be the young buck. I want to be the one that comes in there and be like, who the fuck well, is this Okay, bitch? that's already passed. So yeah, you got to get table. over that's that. You got to fucking get over that. Exactly. Get your Grab your balls by the fucking sack and just like, just do it, bro. Like you just got to fucking do it. Yeah. I don't know. And that too. And I was always on the fence on what category to do because I would love to be in wellness. I think wellness girls are really pretty. You do really well in wellness. I would love wellness, but I also love figure. I love figure. I Mm -hmm. think those girls are absolutely beautiful and that muscle mass and the beauty that they hold on stage with their stage presence is so pretty to me. But the one thing about figure is that I know I can get that big and I know I can look like that, but But I don't want to. But when, when I lay it down in bed at night, would I really want to be that big? Yeah. And that's exactly what I thought. There was some guy, Nick Trilogy, I think. Yeah. He made a video on me after I got my pro card. And I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something along the lines of he looks good for classic, but I think he did look even better for uh, open bodybuilding. Open. And he's like, so James, if you're watching this, I think you should, you know, take a few years, hunker down, put on that mass. I think you would do really well. And it's like, yeah, I agree. I probably would do really well, but I don't want to look like that. People don't, I don't realize that how much older those open class bodybuilders are. Because they have to take they 10 years to, to put on the muscle big. mass. Yeah, yeah, right. Start off in classic and then in, in the future, like if you want to switch over, switch over. I don't think but, I'm ever going to want to switch. I don't ever want to be that big. Like look at Nick Walker. He yeah. is so fucking young. I don't even know how he is that big because Wait, he is, is so young. He's like 24, 25, 26. Like, oh my God. Well, there's a big difference between 24. Yo, shout out to Nick Walker because he's <laughs> a young LA athlete. So like, Godspeed, but bro looks like disgusting. No, he's so Personally, big. I have I no would, idea he's, how he's, he's, he's that he's 20, big. He's 27 years old. Oh, sorry. That's still uh, fucked. Shit, shit. That's sorry, still Nick. fucked. He's massive. But I, he is a younger open class bodybuilder that I have no idea how he's that big. Like, well, well I think, yeah, he, they call him a mutant, 
right? Yeah. Nick the mutant walker. He like, bro, he morphed. He and morphed like, from, and he's from still gear. growing. Like he's yeah. still growing. Literally, what what was his last show? The Arnold? No. I'm not exactly sure, but. Between this last show and wh what he looks like recently, he had a side-by-side. -side. And I was like, dude, how is this kid still growing? It's actually insane. Bro, he was at your show, the Houston show. Uh, yeah, I saw yeah. him. I think I said, and, oh and, yeah, I said hi to him. I he I didn't even introduce myself. If someone clips this and sends it to him, that was me. But I was walking <laughs> into the bathroom. I was competing and he walked out and I literally went, Nick Walker, I'm James. <laughs> and I shook his hand. He's like, oh, hey, what's up, bro? And he was nice. And then I just like walked into the bathroom because I was about to get on stage. But I was like, damn, I wish I could talk to that guy. Did you ever, did you ever feel like you were in a position where you couldn't really like choose in between classes? No, I always like, well, yeah, I mean, since I decided that I wanted to compete, I was like, classic is sick. Um, for a little bit, I thought I would never want to be as big as Sebum. But now I'm like, okay, I would be cool with being that big, but definitely no bigger. And I don't think that view is ever going to change. Yeah. Because for as long as I can remember, I've always admired the open guys, the guys yeah. in open bodybuilding. But I've, I've always thought they look freakish. So yeah. I've, I've admired them from like a... Damn, holy shit damn, that guy's biggest fuck. yeah holy shit but, you look fucking insane mm -hmm. but it's never been like wow i aspire to look like you but when chris bumstead hits poses i'm like wow i aspire to look like so that. aesthetic i yeah. think a lot of people just need to remember if they do want to dabble in bodybuilding and competing is that do the class that you will genetically just prosper in mm -hmm. a lot of people are like really focused on like the small, I'm um, just, this is just an example for like a smaller girl. They're like, okay, I really want to do wellness. And then they want to do a show after one year of training. Well, it doesn't really work like that. Like if you want to do bodybuilding, take your body and like grow with your body and see where you are genetically and then do the class that genetically you are blessed in. So like for me, I feel like genetically I am supposed to do figure. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of fucking work and it has taken a lot of work to grow my legs to the size that they are now. And I still do not feel like I'm anything close to being ready to wellness. So like these, these people, a lot of athletes want to know pop, about that G uh, no, I'm dead serious for the Olympia stage. And that's my only. Oh, sure. But you have to think, I'm not thinking about a lot. I don't know show. what's but, the difference no, between figure on. and like wellness. Wait, are there weight, are there weight caps in wellness? Height. Height. Well, yeah. Height. So for each height, there's a certain weight cap, right? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Think just height. For classic, it's weight. There's there for each height. There's a certain weight mm -hmm. that you can be at, but for NPC, you need to get your pro card first in an NPC show. Take a piss real quick. All right, you need to get your pro. Should we pause? You want to pause? We'll pause. All right. Okay, we're back. Um, what were we saying? Sorry, dude. I had to take a piss. I tried to make a mental note. Oh yeah, for NPC, for classic at least, you can't get to Olympia size because the NPC weight limit is. Uh, like seven to 12 pounds lighter, depending on how tall you are, than the IFBB weight limit. Okay. So you can only get so heavy before you're a pro. Then once you get your pro card, you essentially have to get heavier to be able to compete on the same stage as other pros. Got you. But with wellness, it's different. Yeah. I just feel like right now, I, I, I don't look at local shows. I, I'm not even thinking about my first show. I'm not. You thinking have to about though, because you need to compete at one in order to qualify for. A but she's not show. even yeah, trying to compete. But though, my is goal, what she's saying. like I'm saying, my goal physique to step on stage is that I want to look like an Olympian. I do mm -hmm. not want there to be any chance that I want people to look at me and be like, "Yeah, she's winning. She's the overall. That's what I want. I I don't want there to be any chance. at Olympia. No, 
I mean, yeah, but uh, at like a local at show. my fir- very first show, I want them to be like, yeah, you're, she's the, with you're there. <laughs> you're I, there. I, I don't. I, and I know that I'm not. That's the thing. Well, if, for what I shred, if I shredded down right now to, for wellness, I think I would want to do wellness. If I shredded down right now, I would not have any size. I promise you. I'm not big enough. Take a little Anavar, you'll be good. I no, promise. I promise you, I'm not. I promise. I'm gonna go take a look at your account right now. I swear, I ha- I I definitely need more outer swoop on my um on my quad. I need way more glute, way more glute because they're focusing a lot on glute right now, and they're even they're even backtracking. You're girls. already lean though. They're already backtracking girls for like too big of calves. They want them less calves. Less calves, a little, yeah. But wellness is such a new category. I feel like each show is different on what the judges actually want. So one show you'll see a girl with really big, like quad dominant girls do good and they're winning the overalls. And then at another show, it'll be a a girl with larger glutes. So that's what's tricky about wellness right now is that they don't even know what they want. The judges don't even know what they want right now. So like, it's just kind of iffy. Wellness is like a really sketchy category to be in right now. Because so, there, some shows they're rewarding a girl with a lot of a softer look, and then some shows they're rewarding girls that are completely shredded could be figured. Know what this reminds me of? Mm. When I was unsure that I would do well on my first local show, <laughs> this is literally what it reminds me of. And yeah. you were like, "James, you're smoking crack, bro. You're gonna, you're gonna fucking win." And I'm like, Which, nah, some I don't people know. are just like, some you never people know who's gonna yeah, show up. Some people, yeah, some people are just like super hard on themselves, and yeah. uh, that's how I feel. I feel. I, I mean, honestly I feel too. like if I lost, I would, I would fucking hide under my bed so what about what are you doing like right now like are you happy with what you're doing like you're just posting on instagram whatever just doing your content that's the fun thing is that like you can be a body i don't consider obviously i don't consider myself like a freaking bodybuilder but like i bodybuild and i'm and i'm pretty lean not pretty lean but i'm leaner and i'm having fun with it i'm having fun training i'm not on a diet that i'm restricting myself like i'm out i'm drinking like i can have fun and like still look good i'm hard on myself I am. I'm very like I eat clean, but I was I'm say, also what's, what's your having diet fun. Like? Um, literally, what bodybuilders? <laughs> but like I, so me, you, so but like you mean? You're me not... and my friends, and like me and Josh, we go out to eat. Like we we still have fun. We eat sushi. So you have like, some cheat meals. Yeah, but besides yeah. that, you have like pretty clean. Yeah, right now I'm pretty inconsistent. But she's not like anal or Nazi. About right, it, right, right. No, yeah, I'm not like if I miss a meal, I'm gonna shoot myself. Like, right. Have you trained today? No, I haven't. Oh, I've there been really you go. Busy. Like, yeah, if exactly. she was a fucking bodybuilder, she'd be training. Exactly. She'd be no, finding time to train. I actually was at a dark sports shoot like since four in the morning, so that was not That's no fun. excuse. That was not fun. No, but I mean, I got my pro card and whatnot, and yesterday <laughs> I skipped the gym because I just played Minecraft all day. But so that's I, feel a, like, I think you are. I think you are one of the more healthy. Well, if not the most healthy, like as far as mental bodybuilder that I've talked to. You are very well aware of what's going on and like how things should not I appreciate be. that compliment and I would have to agree with you. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool because a lot of bodybuilders are so, like you said, they're so obsessed with it and it becomes their whole personality. No, I'm yeah. a bodybuilder, bro. And it me, consumes man. them and it's, and just n- good. it's just not healthy. It's not. And yeah. that's what I, I think. It's not it's, mentally healthy. I think a lot of what social media does is it glamorizes bodybuilding, which is not a problem. It's cool. Like it's a dope. I wish it was on the last, the fucking Josh Bryan podcast. We (laughs) talked about this. It's a cool sport. It's dope as fuck, but these kids are not realizing the, how extreme this sport actually is. Mm -hmm. And then they, and then they jump into it and they're like, they're so depressed and like, 
Do you? Well, we 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 were saying just to add on to that. Um, there's like reels and stuff that you'll see or posts where people will glamorize that. I don't want to go out. I don't want to hang out with friends. I don't want a girlfriend. I just want to fucking lift. And it gets like a hundred thousand likes. It'll be like a reel, and it'll have text on it that's like, "I don't have friends. I just lift." And people are like, "Yeah, that's the way." Like, okay, well, I will tell you this right now. But that I'm saying pe- social media glamorizes that idea that the people, and that's what's wrong with it, is that the right. people that are posting that shit, that that's not what they're doing. They're doing that for attention. They're not mm-hmm. actually focused on bodybuilding. They're they're focused more on people calling them bodybuilders. Mm-hmm. And they're not. If they actually were doing that, they wouldn't be posting that. That is I true. I promise you. That is very true. No, but you're missing the point. It's that they are like using that as a scapegoat to just like validate validate bad mental habits. Yeah. Like they think because I got a like let's say they just for the sake of argument, let's say they really are like that. Mm-hmm. That is mentally unhealthy, we can all agree. But if they post about it and there's a hundred thousand other people that are also mentally unhealthy that are like, I agree with this, I'm gonna like this post. Yeah. Then all of a sudden all these people feel validated because they're like, Wow, look, a hundred thousand likes. All these other people think Jim can be whole life and that's okay. But that doesn't actually mean it's mentally healthy. Mm-mm. And we were saying it's the same as like uh those really depressing TikToks or reels that you'll see. Yeah. Where it'll be like, I'm fucking sad all the time, I hate my life, blah, blah, blah. And people will like it, but they think that it's it's kind of enabling their depression. Mm-hmm. It's the same idea. So it's enabling when with these gym posts, it's enabling this idea that it's okay to be one dimensional yeah. and have fitness be but your life. But it's not, not only that, not only that, and we didn't talk about this last time, I also think that it's giving them a reason to like shit on or hate on people who do go out and drink and do go out and party and do go out mm-hmm. and do like normal sh- normal stuff I just, I, and like, that shit's fucking yeah. annoying because what it's like when i get people who are like bro you're fucking out drinking and shit you're not even taking the gym serious it's like bro i can do both like yeah i've seen so many people say because you'll post them they'll be like Sush, how are you going to be on 500 tests and you're out partying? How are you having fun? Yeah, it's like, you got to be just in the gym all the time. What's yeah. your problem? It's like, bro, you want me to fucking jerk off all day? Like, dog, I can, my bad, bro. I'm getting heated. Like I can do, like I can do multiple, like you can do multiple things and enjoy your life. But also like, and then like, this is a prime take- example. Like, like she looks good and she's doing it. She's going out doing shit. I right. have a very and, healthy but, balance yeah. with both yeah, yeah, yeah. things. But we've said before, like you, you take 500 tests because you have a certain way that you want to look. And if you were natty, you would have to make the gym your whole life to look the way that you want to look. Yeah, but you don't want to do that. And you honestly, want to be able to have the freedom. And ultimately, as bad as it sounds, being on 500 milligrams of testosterone gives you the freedom to look the way you want and also live the way you want. Be able to party, be able to drink a little bit. Also, 500 is a blast, just to make that clear. That's my blast. That's not like what I'm cruising on. But also, also it's not like... Fuck, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Me being curious, when did you guys, like, start doing anything as far as, like, PEDs? I ran a SARM when I was 19, but then I did, like, juice and, when and, I was And then what made you take that jump? I wanted pussy. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro, I'm scorny as fuck. I, like, I'm trying to fuck. I was well, a virgin. My, my I was, a virgin. I was like, I was, that that was my answer. I was like, dude, I want to get big. Like, You're I wanna- so young at that age, though. You're yeah, so young. but like I said, I was at military school, so everyone was on these SARMs. Yeah, because no one like run SARMs. I didn't no even one, know what SARMs were until maybe like two years ago. No one. Well, that was when I was in school because I'm 22 now, so I was like 19, 20, whatever. Yeah. So when when we were in in school, no one wanted to pin because we were in the barracks and we we're like, dude, I don't want to like get caught with n- needles and shit. So we were all just <laughs> running SARMs. So everyone was fucking on SARMs. I will say, I think I when I was in the military because they test 
drug test sometimes. I think that's what some people were doing, but I wasn't yeah. even really into the bodybuilding scene until after the military. So I didn't even know what the fuck's arms were. Mm -hmm. For me, it was like, I was big and natty. And then I started going, um, I started going to like gym shark events and just fitness events in general. Yeah. And oh, I had a foot itch. Um, pro hormones stupidly are completely not completely legal, but you can get them from like certain shady supplement shops. Yeah. So I would justify like a little two week pro hormone run, like, oh fuck it, I'm going to this event. I'll just run pro hormones for two weeks, and then a month later, I'd be like, oh fuck it, I'm going to this event. I'll run pro hormones for two weeks. What's just a so pro hormone? It's just like an basically an oral steroid. It it's a it's something that you take, and your liver converts it into an oral steroid. Okay. Versus with something like Anavar, your liver doesn't need to convert are it. Are pro hormones legal or no? They're banned for use in supplements, but they are legal okay. to own. So you. if you got rated and you had pro hormones, you're fine. But you can't sell them as a supplement, but some supplement companies still do. I got you. So long story short, they're very unhealthy and they're stupid to run. You should, you really should just run an oral steroid or what? So you were going to these events and like you felt like what? I would be like, I got to look good for this event because I'm yeah. surrounded by all these fitness people. And they, these were Gymshark events. So I'm yeah. like standing up there with like David Late. I'm this little plus one. And I'm like, all these people look fucking sick. And I'm just like this 19 year old, like natty kid. So yeah, I'll just run this pro hormone so, for two weeks. You guys were so young. I know. And so then it turned, that happened like five fucking times. And I ended up like getting gyno from one of these pro hormones. And then at some point I realized like, what the fuck am I doing? Like I, it, it really came down to, I am too scared to pin. Like, I'm too scared mentally and physically to make that leap. Yeah. Like, for one, I don't want to put a needle in my butt. But two, like, that's real. Like, a pro-hormone, I can forget about. It's just a pill. Yeah. But stick and test oil in my ass, that's lot. real. So, but it got to the point where I'm like, logically, this doesn't make sense. So, I should just hop on test. So, that's how it started for me. And what I was the on. jump? Were you scared? Like, were you just like, what, well, got, what was the breaking point for you? I got gyno. And I was talking to Derek. And Derek has never pushed me to do anything, but he was just like, look, like you have two routes here. You can't keep just doing these stupid pro hormone cycles. Like, what do you want to do with your life? You either have to hop on gear or you have to go back to being natty because you can't, you've already revoked your natty status and you're just running these stupid two week pro hormone cycles because you want to look good for these events, which is kind of stupid. So like, what are you going to do? Like Not really, though, because when you did that, like, where were you as far as like your career in anything uh, in bodybuilding and social media and anything? Yeah, I mean, I was small. As but far. no, 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 no. Like as like no, a I mean, like career small. Like my career was small. I was not making a lot of money. Yeah, I was. Were this you is making when, money? Like two thousand dollars a month. Okay, but you were still in the industry. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So okay. So like that, you need to be looking good. That's your job. That's your life. Oh no, I'm not saying. There was a good reason for me to take it to look better. I understand the incentive, but from a health standpoint and from a things actually working well standpoint, test is going to be way more effective than a fucking stupid pro hormone that you get from some supplement shop. So it really came down to me just being scared. And it, it that's what it came down to in my brain too. I'm like, I want to make fitness my life, my, my career. Yeah. I've already dropped out of school for this. Do I have the balls to do what's necessary? Because I know eventually down the line, I probably want to compete. And I also need to look the part. Yeah. And I, I'm already not natty. So I can't be the next fucking natty king. So <laughs> that card has already been revoked. So now what do I yeah. do? Do I have the balls to take the leap or no? 
And I'm, I, I did. I, <laughs> I was think like, yeah, I, I'll do it. I wish more people would give their bodies the time to I grow. agree. But back I then really I was, do. I was 19 and I was a computer science major and I was presented with this opportunity to literally travel the world, be on Gymshark. I was on Gymshark for a year and like, like Gymshark was my dream. Yeah. Bro. Like they're so, so gay. I know. <laughs> I was, I know. Dude, no, dude, I was all it was into totally it in the yeah. beginning. No, gym, too. So gymnast and, and fucking Gymshark athlete. It was I'm so different. Extra back then. gay. Yeah. It but, was. That was the only thing that yeah. was out back then. Yeah. Gymshark was like very selective and they still are, but they were this very selective brand that I always thought, even before I, I wanted to do fitness as a career. I'm like, dude, that would be sick to be a Gymshark athlete. That's well, like unreal. Look at, well, look at the athletes that they had back then t- compared to who they I know, have now. I know. That's so, a whole different yeah, conversation. So no shit. People want to be a part of gym back, yeah. Gymshark back then because literally those athletes were the prime athletes. It's Young LA now. Like yeah. all the ones that Young LA has that you consider the new gen of aesthetics or whatever. Yeah. Lex, Anthony, me, like. Yeah. That was all Gymshark back, back then. then. We were all on yeah. Gymshark. So I don't there think was a said- good reason. I'm just saying from a health standpoint, it was stupid. Like I'm already not natty. So what the fuck am I going to do? I'm not going to go back to being yeah. natural because I can't. I never can get my natty card back. I'm forever unnatural. So am I going to go back to not taking shit? And now my hormones are fucked because I've done these stupid two week pro hormone cycles. Or am I just going to do what's necessary? And I knew this whole yeah. time what was necessary. I just didn't have the balls to do it. And then finally, after a couple months, I'm like, all right, I am going to inject steroids in my ass. And then I did that. Were and you scared? Dude, I, <laughs> this sounds so pussy. You guys are like military people. Who You're gave like, you, who gave right. you that guidance? Who gave you, who was like, okay, this is what you need to be doing. This is how you do it. Yeah. Dox him right now. I don't so want, I don't police, want police can oh, go and arrest I mean, him right now. I mean, like, were you informed or did you very, do that? Very, I was very well informed okay. by someone who knew very much about this shit. Good. Um, because people, because it it irks the fuck out of me that people will literally just like listen to the bullshit that's on social media and they'll go off and do it themselves and they're hurting themselves. They're hurting themselves. They they're putting themselves in danger because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. To be fair, I don't really think there's that many people like that. I think at this point, people, are you kidding me? I think yes, there definitely. I think at is. this point, I bet that there are more people than not who know better not to just take like a. Like some like, there's no influencer out there pushing a SARM or pushing a, a steroid. Yeah, and you can't name a single one. But to, I, I, but to be fair, you have to think of for one, all these TikTok micro influencers that do it because they're trying to be edgy. And two, I would have agreed with you up to like two weeks ago. Some kid came up to me at the gym. He must have been like 19 or 18. I think actually he said it was like 18, and he said I'm running 400 tests, 600 EQ, and I'm like, okay, EQ is extremely liver toxic. How long have you been on that? And he's like, oh, like 12 weeks or something. I could plan to run another four weeks. I'm like, wow. So half a year of EQ. So are you donating blood? That thickens your blood a lot. He's like, no. I'm like, are you they taking aspirin? Are you taking aspirin to thin your blood? No. I'm like, bro, I know that. He's like, but it's been working really well. And yeah. I'm, I'm like, I want to grab him by the shoulders and be like, bro. I mean, I said this, I didn't grab him by the shoulders, but I was <laughs> like, you need to either donate blood or get on aspirin or like you're really putting yourself at risk. Like, do you take liver supports? Yeah. Do you take joint supports? Like yeah. they, they don't know. They have no idea. And these kids are just like listening, you know, to everybody and they don't know what they're doing. And they're putting themselves in 
but but no way. one but no one i'm saying because you said social media no one on social media is telling this kid or telling anybody to take 400 test 600 eq with no there are that's I can true tell I, you right I, now that there are people on social media that are saying you should run this i agree with I've that i agree with that but i also agree with you to some degree like there's no one that you can really name but there are like even when people hear about us and we've said a million times just because we do it doesn't mean you should do it but there are still people kids that will see what we do and they'll hear our warning but they'll say fuck the warning i want to look like them yeah and i'm not going to stop being honest about exactly what i run just because some people are willing to put themselves at risk i think it's stupid but i'm not going to i'm not going to be like oh i'm responsible for it like i'm yeah. not i'm not i've told you what i do and i told you not to do it so if you want to fucking do it that's on you i think people should allow their bodies to grow naturally and work out for, I'm not even fucking playing uh, probably f more than five years, at least five years, work out for five years. Yeah. I'd been doing it for like six, see where your body is at. And if you decide that you either hit a plateau or you want more, then think about doing something. Mm -hmm. But I feel like these kids are just like hopping on gear. The first years, their first year of working out, and they haven't even allowed their bodies to grow. Yeah, that was me. Like, but that was, oh, a, that, yeah. that was a SARM. That was a SARM. Fueled by pussy, man. It's a disease. Horny <laughs> is mean, a disease. I mean, I just, I, if, and if you do decide to do it, just do your research or mm -hmm. listen to a pro coach or a pro bodybuilder. They obviously know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, not as Well, I mean, some of them, most <laughs> I, of them. I was just going to, I just want to say there's a lot of pros and pro coaches, especially. I'm talking about pro coaches that they do... It's like, okay, steroids work in spite of their bad advice because steroids really work well. And you can give someone like pretty bad advice, but as long as they're taking steroids, they're still going to make more progress than a natural. So they see that and they're like, wow, I'm growing so much. I must be receiving great advice. But I have seen some horrible cycles from pro coaches where I'm like, oh my God, like I don't even know that much, but I could write a better cycle than yeah. this. Speak this to somebody like that's experienced. That's the most thing. Like, And and then get different opinions from different people. People want to like take one thing because one person told them to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, well get different opinions from different people. See what different people say. I would say Derek, more plates, more dates. He's yeah. very fucking knowledgeable and- I know that <laughs> I won't say who, but certain pro coaches that are coaching like big names have gone to Derek and said, Hey, can we work, can we work together on a cycle for my athlete? That's crazy. Because and you want to call yourself a coach? Uh, I, my, my <laughs> opinions on coaches these days are actually, it's actually insane. I think that people want to be coaches just to put their names behind athletes and just for the money, because mm -hmm. coaching isn't easy. You have to, you have to, Give them a program. You have to give them a diet. You have to work on their posing. You have to do check-ins. That's a lot. Physically mm -hmm. demanding, you know? L very laborious. So, of course, they're going to ask for that much money. Mm -hmm. But coaches are fucking egging it. Like, they are literally making the most out of it, and they don't even know what they're fucking doing. Mm -hmm. They already, they see, they would take, a coach would take a person like you, an athlete like you, and they would be like, oh, let's run it, because they have a lot of names behind them. Mm -hmm. You already look good. But they're gonna. They just want you, their name behind you. Right. Of course. So like, I think there's a lot of coaches in the industry this, these days that are like that, and mm -hmm. it's so hard to find like a genuine coach these days. So like, if people do think about competing, do your research on that coach. Like, who do they have behind them? 
how long have they been doing it? How experienced were they a competitor previous? Not saying that coaches don't have to be competitors, but like do your research on your coaches and like get opinions from different people because there's a lot of coaches out that are doing this these days that are doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just to switch off this topic of uh, bodybuilding, cause I'm getting sleepy, but listen, do you feel, I, this is a question that I've been thinking about all day. Do you feel that you've been like sexualized because this is an industry where it's like male dominant, like a lot of fitness. I, I, I'm guessing your male to female ratio on Instagram is probably 95, 10 or Absolutely not. No, I think, I think she has good female following. I, it's not 90, like, 10 or 80 compared 20. to like a, a female like Julia that she's very like female empowerment, which I feel like I am too, but compared to a, woman like her, like she is very like, I think she's at half and half, even probably more females, but I'm at a very good ratio. I think mine's like what we checked it the other day. It was like 60, 40, 60 if, men. 40 I told women. them, 60, 40. I, I told them that's that fucking if, impressive. Wait, 60 I was saying men, 90, 40 women, 60 right. men, that's, 40 women. Dude, I think anything above, I'm being honest, anything above 90, 10 for a girl is like really good. Like you actually have a good female following at that point. I and I was going to say, I think it's because you have like the whole bad bitch energy like you're this like you actually look the part you just and call a her lot a bitch, of girl, no like, bad bitch is bad different bitch than is like calling her a bitch, bitch. You know what I mean? yeah. are you a bad bitch yes or no i feel like i'm a bad bitch. yeah exactly so i feel like a lot That's of girls that are in the fitness industry are just self-proclaimed fitness influencers but the actual only reason that people follow them are just because it's dudes that think they're hot but then you have this other tier of girls that also like actually look the part like look like they fucking lift and those are the ones where girls are like, wow, I want to like, she's a bad bitch. So have you, like so have you, have you ever felt like, damn, I'm down bad. Like there's like your DMS or whatever your comments. Do you feel like you're being sexualized? That um, is always going to happen to a woman. No, I know. Regardless. I know. And in every stage of my life, unfortunately that has happened to me when I was at a young age, when I was in the Marine Corps, when now that I'm in fitness, I'm just like immune to it at this point. And I kind of block it out. But the one thing that I can do as a human being is hold myself accountable towards self-respect. That's my biggest thing is that on my social media accounts, I will respect myself and I have morals that I account myself for. And I'm never going to change. I am yeah. never, I will never, and no, I'm not hating on any. Not hate on him, girls. hate on him, hate on him. No, I'm not. No, I, yo, I respect my OnlyFans girls, bro. No, I, respect I, my I do too. I you know, I, I, I really do too. I, make your hustle. And if that's what makes you happy, do that. You know, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying OnlyFans is bad, but for me, in my opinion, in my standpoint, I just, I think about my daughter, like what everything I post, the very last thing I think about before I press post is would I want my daughter to be posting mm. this? And if I say no, then I don't post it. Mm. And I'm just like, I just want to have, you can't buy respect. You really can't. And that's like my biggest thing is that I just want people to respect me. So if you see a post that pops off and it's like a little bit more scandalous, what do yeah. you like? Are you like, fuck, like the, re- like, Oh no, I hundred percent. Like I posted like a bikini picture, um, not too long ago and it did really well. And I was like, well, yeah, I expected that. I was like, people never see that side of me. And of course it's going to pop off. They never see me in a bikini, but with that post, I was like, oh, you know, like I feel really pretty in it and it, I look good in it. So I was like, okay, like I wouldn't mind if my daughter posted that picture. 
So that's why I posted it. I was like, she, I was in a wellness pose. Like I was not flexing. I just felt really pretty. Wait, so I was, was like, it? It was in was Houston. It was at it? Erica's house. Shout out to Erica's mansion. Yeah. Yeah. That one. But that's kind of, that's not really like sexualizing in a way. That that's is literally like- a, that is a wellness pose. That is what wellness women look like when they're on set. Well, not the physique, but that is a wellness pose. So I was right. like, I, I'll post that. I don't have a problem posting that. But yeah, what about I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't see that and say, oh, she's just trying to sexualize herself. No, you I'm not say saying that. she was trying to sexualize right. herself. No, no, no I wasn't saying to- that. But I'm just saying like some people could look at pictures of me in like and a that- little bodybuilding speedo and be like, oh, he's showing too much skin. But like no. at the end of the day, it's a bodybuilding pose. Yeah. You know? What do you expect? But yeah. like and that's the thing, too. Like I'm already getting sexualized. Mm-hmm. Why would I put myself in a position to where I'm getting more of it? Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to deal with. But I like I said, I've been dealing with it my whole life. So. I know how to go about it now. If I hold myself with a lot of respect, then that's all I can do. If I know I'm not in the wrong, and if I know I'm not putting myself in the position to to where people can say nasty things to me, even though it still fucking happens, then that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. So do you think that you, like, let's say you get like a terrible, because you said you block it out. Let's say you get like a, some fucking freaky DM. Like you just don't even look at it. Like I don't look. And I'm sure you get them every day, right? I will tell you right now that I don't look through my DMs. This is what I do. If I do decide to one day like go through my DMs, I look at the females. If, mm. and, or if it's like a business partner. But isn't that female, sexist? It is what it is. I don't know. No, but isn't that <laughs> sexist though? That's pretty sexist to not even look at, not even or, give the guys. Because okay, what if no, a guy's like, yo, you, look, you have great I, shape. No, I guess I'm lying. So I- if I see the very first words and right. it says yeah. anything provocative, I don't even, like, oh, I don't hey, even baby. open it. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. look at it. But a lot of the times the girls have questions or they want to compliment me. So obviously I want to, you know, or show a, them my attention. I'm sure you'd open a DM. There was a guy being like, you look great. You should compete and blah, blah, blah. Like that's different than like, mm-hmm. you can tell from the first sentence. From the that first it word. Yeah. I can tell. Like yeah. it's just... It, like I said, it, it is what it is. Like now I'm just kind of used to it or, but I was on live not too long ago, maybe like a couple of weeks ago and I don't even really do lives. So it was like one of my first lives I've ever done. And I had a lot of males like asking me to flex or asking me to twerk. And I literally stopped the fucking live. And I was like, if you guys are going to sit here and do this to me and ask me to do this nasty stuff, like I'm a mother. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a daughter and I'm a sister. Would you guys say this stuff to your daughters? Would you guys say this shit to your sisters? Like treat me with respect where I'm not fucking doing this shit at all. Was I don't this, owe you guys anything. Was this IG Live? Yeah, it was IG Live. Sometimes I just see a dumbass comment. You can block someone directly from IG Live. Sometimes I Oh no, I do it all block. the time. Yeah, I do it yeah. all the time. It's just yeah. like, I'm not on here for that reason. And if it's not apparent that I'm not, then you're on the fucking wrong pitch. Like go do this somewhere else. Because mm. it's not, it's not going to be me. I fucking promise you that. So, yeah, I feel like there are girls who are who are already expecting that. Yeah, but some girls and put it on thrive themselves. Thrive off the attention. Yeah, exactly. I don't need that. I don't right, need none of that. Right. This is that's the attention part of it. Yeah, all the comments and all the oh, you're so sexy. That's not why I do social media. Yeah, but there are girls who are built for it, and yeah. they like and they capitalize and they capitalize on it. Good for them, and I love like, that. Yeah. All power to them. Exactly. It's just not me, and it's not. Yeah. Who no, I that's different, good. different that's strokes for different yeah, folks. That's yeah. What yeah. Not, yeah, exactly. Very- like not hating on any fucking girl that does that or only fans. I'm not, I'm really not. Mm. People need to make a living. And if that's what you like doing, if that's what makes you happy, fucking do it. Because at this point, there are a lot of guys who are like starting to do only fans. Yeah. Why not? And There's it's fucking like, money yeah, in it. Are, yeah. I, it actually pisses me off seeing how much money these fuckers are getting. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, damn, that's all it takes. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, granted, it's like 50% taxed, but like, <laughs> it's still, it's still good money. But, but you would never do any of that. No, I, I think about my daughter. Yeah. Well, what I, would you do? Let's say like all this shit tomorrow, your account's fucking deleted. Everything's deleted. What would you do? I would go work with my brother. I would have a normal job. That's what I was mm-hmm. doing before this. I barely quit my job, my normal job. Like not even what, Zach, when did I quit? Like a month ago? I was cleaning fucking toilets, taking out the trash a month ago. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, but that I, but I really did want to keep that job because that's what grounded me. That's what humbled me. I was at that gym, cleaning that gym and working the front desk, feeling normal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm still a normal person. I still need to feel this way. I don't want any of this shit to get to my head, but it picked up so fast within the past three months that I was like, okay, well, fuck. There's a like, clear opportunity here. There is. Yeah. And I was like, okay, as long as I know and that I need to stay humble and that I need to remain myself, I can do this. I can go off and be a full-time creator. I just need to stay humble. Mm-hmm. Cause that was my whole thing in the beginning. I, cause I didn't go into this for the money. I really didn't. I did it for the content. Like I loved taking pictures and I loved working out and it just so happened to pop off off that one post. So I was just like, so a lot of the attention and the money and the opportunities and stuff like that, it kind of fucks with me sometimes. And it's hard to think about because I never expected that for myself. It was so hard to accept in the beginning. And still to this day, like I'm so hard on myself. I don't even feel like I deserved any of this because I was just like, I didn't go into this thinking anything was going to come out of it. Yeah. But those are usually the people that do the best because the people that go in expecting nothing are the ones that are just like, yo, this is me. And if you fuck with me, you fuck with me. Yeah, that's how I look and at it. people can like feel that. Like people can smell that from a mile away. If mm-hmm. you're really just like, this is me and this is who I am and I'm not trying to get anything out of this. Yeah. People are more drawn to that. The people who go into it with the intention of, all right, I'm going to do it this way and I'm going to be really provocative not like sexually provocative, but just like I'm going to say edgy shit or whatever. Do whatever. To, say yeah, whatever. I'm going to say whatever I need to say. I don't care how far away it is from who I am as a person. People can also smell that. It just comes off as being corny. No, I don't need this stuff. I have a family. Yeah. Like I have a family and I, if all of this shit went away tomorrow, I would be completely fine. I would be happy. I mm-hmm. really would. I would go back up north and live with my family and be with my daughter and live life like because mm-hmm. all I knew before this was nothing I lived in Nebraska for 17 years there's nothing up there and I loved that like I don't need any of this stuff to mm-hmm. be happy I really don't all this stuff is like a bonus I get to do what I love and be around cool ass fucking people and be a part of companies that treat me well and treat me with respect and mm-hmm. I love that and I get to do it for a living and the one thing that keeps pushing me is all the people in my dms telling me how much I inspire them like because that just shakes the fuck out of me. They're like, I went to the gym today because I saw a TikTok of you or you motivate me and out of this really dark space in my life. Cause a lot of my life within the past 10 years was really dark. And I looked at fitness and photography and having a creative mindset as an outlet, mm-hmm. as a healthy outlet, but it wasn't always a healthy outlet. So when people tell me, Oh, you know, like I, was suffering from addiction or I was going through a really tough breakup with a toxic boyfriend. And I got out of it because I was like, you inspired me to get out of those spots. I was like, dude, that's exactly where I was. So thank you. Like mm-hmm. I, it, it, it's amazing to me and it pushes me and I just want, I just want to help people. So I don't look at it for the money. I literally just am inspired by all the people I'm inspiring. So what do you feel? How do you feel now about like, ha- like being able to do this 
like do this for a living and like getting in the money. It's actually crazy. No, I, I don't feel like I deserve any of it. I even at that dark spot. But you're still you're still today. like early on. Though. Oh, yeah. Early on. Very, very early on. I can see myself doing this for like a couple more years and really prospering. And but it hurts me a lot not being able to be with my daughter every single minute of the day anymore. Mm-hmm. But no, that makes- Wait, why do you think you only have a couple of years left in the tank? I just, I don't know. There's going to be new bucks coming around. I don't know. You I don't know. I just, yourself more. I guess, I, yeah. See, You've well, blown that's up why. more than 99.9% of the people. I know because I have that same mindset. That's But why. at some point, it's, you can't like, that mindset's not good. It's and not. And you can't convince yourself that it's okay. Yeah. So you have to learn how to deal with it. And like, at some point you have to look at the facts and you have to look yeah. at the numbers. Yeah. I'm just so hard on myself. I really am. I look at all the other athletes that are with dark sport and all these other companies. And I'm just like, dude, I don't even compare it to them. Like it's, it's actually insane. Like I don't even feel like I fit in with them. Like I don't deserve to be. Wait, here. Why is that? Though? Yeah. In what way? Because I way don't know. Like they're Olympians. They're Olympians. Why am I there? Okay. Yeah. Or, but so what? Fucking Chris Bumstead's on young LA and it's like, yeah. and, and I don't feel any different that, that he's on the team and I'm, I, I feel know. good that he's on the yeah. team. Yeah. I have no idea. That's something that, not, not, I'm not telling you what to do, but like, no, yeah, you're gonna like, no, tell me what to do because I don't know how to think yeah. right now. This is this, my life right now is so out of ordinary for me that I don't even know how to feel. I don't know what to think. Like, I have anxiety attacks before every single fucking event. I have anxiety attacks going to Alpha Land because I'm just like, it's so, there's so many people and there's attention on you when you are an influencer in the in- industry. And I just don't know how to handle it because I grew up in a town of, 50,000 people. I honestly well, just yeah. think it's because she's like, you're new to, you're new to it's it. Very yeah. new. I mean, I'm not even a veteran. It's, it's all, it's no, all at yeah. once. And I've been in, I've been in this shit for two years or two and a half years. Yeah. And like, I, I kind of know what you're saying, but it's, there will be a point where you will get over that. And you're like, yeah. you'll bust through that plateau. I and fucking hope be, it's soon. And because I don't it's been rough right now. <laughs> I think, yeah, for us, that's the only way that you're going to be, that's yeah. the only way that you're going to be successful. Especially for me. Cause it was such a slow burn that like I had time to get acclimated. I think that like Sue said with you, it just everything all happened at once and it's your life kind of just so changed. Fast, yeah. But you just have to keep in mind that what got you this far was not a facade that you have to maintain. It wasn't a character that you have to maintain. Mm-hmm. It was literally just you being yourself, which is the easiest thing in the world to do if you think about it. Yeah. All you have to do is literally just do what you would normally do with the camera. Mm-hmm. And was think off. about it, you're a fucking mom. Like yeah. there are not there's probably no other dark sport athlete. I mean, maybe there is, but there's a few. So mm-hmm. but the minority. Mm-hmm. Like like the majority of them don't have a don't have a daughter or a son. Yeah, and like right there, that's like your own like that's motivation. Your, yeah, that's itself. like right. oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm like I work my ass off, and I'm just like thinking like oh my god, if I get this content done or if I do this post, I can make a lot of money from it. I just want to take care of her with that. I don't even think about anything. Right. Else. Well, I think that what happens for some people to blow up is. They do it your way where they're just themselves and people naturally gravitate towards them. And then they get to a certain point of like fame or yeah. being well known where they're like, well, what do I do now? What's my next? What's my next? Like, I got to put on a facade now. Right. No. But it's like, no, yeah, it you happens. got this far. The reason that you got this far, there's kind of incentive there because you see other people that are successful and you're like, maybe that is the way. Maybe I just need to be kind of like clickbaity, corny, mainstream, whatever. But it's like. That's not how you built your audience. That's not what your audience is looking for. You have to look at what has worked. And what's worked is you being Gabby. Yeah. Like, you just need to continue doing that. 
as soon as you try, you think you have to get out of that or start putting on a certain face, which you don't seem like the kind of person that would, but as soon as you might get out of that, that's where things go south. Cause like I said, people can smell it yeah. and they'll be like, this is not the same person that I followed. And maybe that's you know? why I don't start competing is just because I feel like that is completely out of my element. It's like not whatever I've ever thought about. So, Fair enough. So like, yeah. maybe I'm just like, maybe that's what's stopping me is mm-hmm. that I just never thought about, I've never had an itch to compete. Mm-hmm. Not once. Like I, I obviously know I can do it and I know I would push myself to go far in it, but I'm like, I don't want it that bad. I want this. I want to mm-hmm. be more on the creative spot of it. Yeah. I want to be more on Gabby Fortune's part of it. I just want yeah. to be myself. That's, that's fair. And, that, and that's kind of like the wave I'm on, even though I will compete, but like. You're, you're, kinda, your you're, like, you're kind of competing for the yeah, experience. Yeah. You're like, fuck it. And the content and like all that shit. But really yeah. like deep down, it's not like I didn't fucking, I wasn't in eighth grade, like 14 years old. Like I want to compete. Bro. Yeah, I've never <laughs> I didn't start lifting it. like yeah. just to be like, yeah, I'm about to fucking do classic physique and shit. Mm-hmm. But now right. it's more like I've, I've adapted to figuring out like what I'm good at and like creating, like I've been, I've been doing like a lot of shit for like young LA and like doing reels and like under, like trying to advertise for them. I like how you're going more down the model route of it. I, I yeah. find myself doing that too. Like I really enjoy it. I, t- I like taking pictures. I like modeling clothes. I like modeling with products. I, I love that part of it. And like, I feel like if I go down the bodybuilding route, which I'm not saying you can't do fucking both, but for me, I would just 100% want to be right. focused on my right. show. So then I wouldn't be focusing more on my content. And I mm. feel like it would kind of conflict each other. Yeah, like the, Like honestly, now the majority of my shit is literally like, all just and it sounds like bad but it's all just like promo mm-hmm. you know it's all just like advertising that's what you enjoy doing yeah but i really do like like mixing in content while doing what like, you love like things your lifestyle yeah like, i really enjoy both both of your guys's content because it's you guys mm-hmm. there's a very few content creators that i can say that like right now i'm i'm genuinely considering making a minecraft series with gianna see <laughs> that's it would be fun. funny but like there's no need to stay like oh this is my niche and i have to stay in it yeah and like because no. yeah. i was gonna say that's a dope if thing you about- do if you do ever decide like if you do ever get the itch to compete you shouldn't hesitate for a second just because you think well i built my brand around not being that girl that competes. So I can't compete because that's yeah. how I build my brand. Like just do whatever the fuck you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like if you have, get the itch to compete, then say, Hey guys, I got the itch to compete. I'm going to oh, do that. 100% now. Do it. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. And that's just not in my cards right now. Right, <laughs> like I just right. don't care. Like I care more about just doing shit that you want to do. Shit I yeah. Wanna do. Yeah. Like modeling and stuff. Yeah. I like right. that. And, and, and I like that you said that the content creators that kind of just, do their own thing and like have different aesthetics and like don't really fall into a certain place or time mm-hmm. like that. I feel like that is me too, because one second I can be really girly and post a picture like that, a bikini picture and be really mm-hmm. girly. And then the next second I'll be like all dark sported out, like fucking just all muscles and stuff. I like doing both. I, I have, I feel like I have so many aesthetics that mm-hmm. I can, and I have all these ideas and these creative aspects of it that I just want to put out. That's right. all I want to do. And that's why I enjoy photography is that I'm able to do that. Hmm. You know what? You know what she reminds me of? Male version. Oh God. Who? Male version who? Who? Um, I know I bring him up a lot, but Dave, because Dave, Dave was the David Lade. Oh really? Was the OG? Everyone dude. on the planet wanted him to compete, right? 
they're like, dude, you have godly genetics. You got to compete. And he's like, not interested. I want to do videography. And like, yeah. that's literally, his if you even crazy. His, do you watch it? Yeah. His oh, he's vlogs, an OG. Yeah. Yeah. His vlogs are like very videography and cinematic. And I love like, that. Based. I want yeah. people to feel my content. That's my biggest thing. I want you to look at a picture or a video of me and be like, fucking, I don't even say anything in my videos. I put music behind it. I'm so inspired by music because music's in my background too. Like if I wasn't doing this, I literally would be like a fucking rock star. I promise you I would. <laughs> but I'm very inspired by music. And then I will listen to a song and immediately think of like a video or a photo I could put that to. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want people to feel. I want people to look at my stuff and be like, holy shit. Like you can tell she's fucking grinding right now. Or you could tell that she's like really hurt at the time or, or something like that. And I want them to be inspired by that. Mm -hmm. I don't even have to put music or I don't even have to say anything in my videos. I just, I just want people to be motivated by it. I love that. It's like a music video. Like you just right. want to be, I want my content to be felt. Right. It's like a motive. Yeah. Like it inspires emotion. Yeah. I want there, it to be a deeper meaning behind my stuff. Cause you could look from a business perspective, like a manager might look at even so like, let's say Dave's content, just cause I'm more like familiar with it and mm -hmm. be like, yo, you're a fitness influencer. This is on brand. Uh, I don't think you should post this, blah, blah, blah. And then Dave says, you know what? I want to make a drone video. He went to Georgia, the country, Georgia over near Russia. And Literally the entire video was just amazing cinematography and drone shots. And, and it had beautiful. nothing to do with fitness. And it was just, the video was just called Georgia written in the Georgian language. Mm -hmm. I got like 200,000 views or something mm -hmm. because like I said, people can feel when you're being authentic and doing what you like doing and they just gravitate towards it. And the one thing about bodybuilding and being an artist, because I do consider photography and videography as an artist is that bodybuilding is the same way. You are mm -hmm. molding your body. So when I was doing both, I was like, it is, why am I not, why am I not like making content right. for my gym goers? Like yeah. I'm doing both things and I'm creative in both things. I just combined it up to, and it took off for me and it worked for me. Yeah. I think that's why, I think that's why classic is doing so well and is so widely perceived as very aesthetic. It's like the aesthetic division, yes. even more so than men's physique, which you would think men's physique, that's like the aesthetic guys. Mm. But now classic, no, classic is being seen is as that because 100%. of like the routines. Some of these people like Rough Diesel, Terrence Ruffin, yeah. they do these beautiful, like oh, actually beautiful routines. Terrence is a good friend of mine. And yeah. we actually connected through photography. He had reached out to me and was like, hey, I just got a camera. Like, I really like your stuff. I'm going to be in Austin. Like, would you be down to shoot the show with me? He is mm -hmm. so artistic. Like he yeah. has that creative mindset and that's why he does so good. Exactly. And you that's can why tell he's when he's posing so good. You can see it. You can feel it. Like, right. When you watch his, same with you, his, same with his content. It's, they go hand in hand. If you have a creative mind, if you mm -hmm. have an artistic mind, that's going to correlate to everything in your life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a lot of, I, I have a lot of Terrence Ruffin's videos saved in a folder called posing. Yes. Because there are things that I want to do in the future where I'm like, wow, the way that like, and it's so choreographed with the music that he uses. So it's like part of the music. Yes. Like it's an audio visual experience. And yeah, it's that's like, what damn, I like that, to do too. That just it's looks insane. sick. It's, yeah. It's fun. It's been a ride. And I can't wait to see like what the future holds for me. I have no idea what the future holds for me. In the future, I think I want to. I would want to be more on the creative side. I mm -hmm. would love to be either. I thought about being like a athlete manager because now I know the 
ins and outs of the fitness industry and how it should be working. And I would really love to help females in the industry mm-hmm. because I do not think females are getting half of what you guys are making. Mm-hmm. And that's just what I it is. You guys are way more think, demanding. I, but there's a reason I for think, that, though. I there's think a reason it's for they're that. going about it wrong. There's a reason for that, yeah. though. Tell me. Go ahead. There's a reason why girls Spill it to because me. girls aren't gonna make as much as guys because girls aren't gonna do the sales as, as guys are. And that's that's that. Like and you why know, do you feel that way? Can I can I jump in? Because they're because that's just not how it works. Girls can I jump in? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um because, because, in the this, fitness talked, industry or like in, in In this industry. Think about the, w, about think about the WNBA and think about the NBA. So right, no one's fucking watching WNBA, right? Okay. No one's watching it. That's why they're not making any money because they're not they're not no one's watching no one's watching the game. So they're not okay. No brands are like trying to be commercial, like trying to get, run their commercials on the air. And that's why they're not making the money that they're, that the NBA players are. Okay. So it's the same thing. So when girls, when, when 20%, let's say fucking very tops, 20% of the girls on the Instagram, they have 20% female, which is probably average. I would say average out of the girls that we know, 20%. Nine to 10. Okay, sure. 10. So mm-hmm. even, even worse, that conversion, you know, like conversion that is on a way lower scale than, than guys. And that's why they're not making as much. And, just, and that's just how it is. And, and it yeah. sucks. Can I just jump in? Yeah, go ahead. It sucks, but that's how it is. Yeah. Well, that's actually good because you made a different point than I was going to make. Because that point is also equally as valid. But what I was going to say is uh, we talked about this. I think it was on the podcast with Josh or maybe Weston where they're with, with girls since they're so sexualized, there is an easy way and a hard way. And the easy way gets you a lot of followers very quickly, but very low conversions into sales. And that is kind of being a hoe on like, just to put it plainly. And then the hard way is like, I would say like the Kalo fit, you know, Kalo fit. Of course I do. She's with dark sport. And that way requires much more grinding, much more effort. It's much harder to do, but the payoff is monumental. Like Mm -hmm. when you get I'm following that 75% female, they really rock with you. You just said Kayla fit. She's with Alphalete. Yeah, I was Alphalete, thinking Alphalete. of Kayla Rossi. She's with no, Dark Sport. Ta- I'm talking about Kay- Kayla fit. Alphalete. Yes. Yeah, Alphalete. Okay, yes. Um, so I have so much respect for her, by the way. I, yeah. I, I love her. Right. And but she has all- formulated her content in such a way where she avoids being sexualized and she goes right after the girls that actually want to follow her. I think what happens is there isn't really that other avenue when it comes to a guy. If a guy wants to make it in the fitness industry, he ha- there, he, a guy is not going to be as sexualized as a girl. So a guy really, on- even if he's super hot, a guy really only has one way to go for the most part, which is to like make content that's going to attract guys that are going to use your code or follow you, whatever. But with girls, there's another clear avenue, especially if you're a hot girl, which is like, I've seen these other hot girls in the fitness industry that have just sexualized themselves. Hmm. I'm going to do that. And it's going to get me a shit ton of followers and it works. And that's the problem. Statistically, the fact, the yes. fact that it works is the problem because they're like, Oh, my followers are going up. This is turning. I can make this my career. I've got yeah. 300,000 followers. But the fact is you have those 300,000 followers and 95% of them are just guys that follow you. Cause they think you're they're hot. Not, you're not so making any money. 5% from it. of 5% of 300,000 was 15,000. You only actually have a following of 15,000 that you can like monetize in some way. Yeah. Statistically, I do realize that obviously the fitness industry is males. It's, it's, there's no. But there's also a huge, a huge demographic 
of women that oh, want to yeah, look good, that want to get in the but, gym. Especially but the thing is, because there's so many female influencers that go the the route that I talked about of sexualizing themselves, it's not that they don't have the potential to do it the other, the harder way, like the Kalo Fit method. It's just that they want that instant gratification because they have that route available to them. Mm-hmm. But I think that- And this goes, yeah. A way that you could, like you said, you wanted to get into kind of, here, maybe you can do this instead. A way, A very easy way to do that is- Hey, stop sexualizing yourself. That's not actually going to make a career. That's just, you're just sexualizing yourself, getting a bunch of male yep. followers. Try to do this instead and actually post informative yeah. content, stuff that's going to inspire women. Yes. And then you'll get 100%. a big female following and then you can actually make a career out of it. Yeah. And that goes back to what I was saying before is that you cannot buy respect. When I get DMs or screenshots or whenever a dark sport drop hits and it's males, literally I'll, I get a lot of male sales. And I just think like, look at all the Olympians on the team that they could have used their code. They could have used Brandon Hendrickson's code and they chose to use Mm -hmm. my code. I'm like, oh, you, that's respect right there. Mm -hmm. Like they respect me. Why do you think they use your code? I have no idea. I have no idea. They're, I don't know. And I'm not not trying to play devil's advocate. I don't think it's just because they're sexualizing her. But just, okay. But, but we, you know what I'm about about to say, because we talk about this off camera all the time. Tell me. A lot of the times with girls, it's like, it's a lot of these simp guys who want to give you money because that's just how they're wired. They're, they get off to like, I'm using your code. Notice me, notice me. And if you repost their story and you use their code just to play on his devil's advocate, if their goal is like, she notices me in some way. And if you respond to their DM or post them on your story, they're going to be like, oh my God, they're literally going to get off to it. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of the DMs that I do get, it's are like guys that are like, Hey, you motivate me so hard. It's not, that's what I was going to say. It's not anything sexual. And those are the ones I choose to like reply to is that the, the guys that do decide to use my code on dark sport, which is obviously like a lot of males, Mm -hmm. a lot of big males in the industry and bodybuilding. And they will come in my DMS and send me screenshots of them using my code. And they'll be like, you inspire me so much. And I respect you. Mm -hmm. you cannot buy respect. And I am so humbled when those guys do like use my code and girls too. I'm just like, okay, I'm doing the right thing. Like I'm going down the right right, route because these people like obviously respect me. So shout out to those guys. No, for real. And those females too, because there's a lot of females, big name females that in dark sport that they could be using and they choose to use mine. And I'm like, I'm so grateful for it. So thankful. Should we wrap this up? Yeah. That, I'm yeah, that was fucking good. That was a that, that was, was a great was podcast. We got into a lot of shit. Yeah, that so was a did. really good podcast. So everyone, uh, make sure you check her out on TikTok, Instagram. All, all, are you on YouTube? Do you do YouTube? Uh, or you have a podcast? I do have a podcast. It's Know Your Power Podcast. We just started our first episode last week on no, actually this Tuesday, and it's been getting a lot of like good reviews. So I like it. It's fun. So maybe. But I am starting a YouTube soon too. Yeah. So, uh, so well, I already have a YouTube, but I'm like gonna now that I'm a full time creator and I have the time to like I'm gonna go sub up, give her pod out. a listen as well, um, follow her on Instagram, all that other bullshit. And um, this was fun, guys. Thanks for yeah. Having no, me. thank no, you for coming on. Really thank you for having me. This was fun. genuinely great podcast. Thank you. Anything else you want to go over? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking. Yeah, I just like freestyle. You got a flight. You got a flight tomorrow, right? Uh, next day. So I got to pack tomorrow. Oh shit. All right. So we will, uh, we will see you guys in the next one. Everyone thank Gabby in the comments. It boops the algorithm. Thank you. Make thank sure you guys you. leave. Thank if you're listening for coming on. Thank yeah. You thank for you for having me. If it, if you're listening online or, um, on Apple podcasts or Spotify, make sure you leave a review 
and we will see you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.